Cause they about to blast on us The black nerds blitz or rush Y'all turn that podcast up Friends from the UK with something to say Just talking about everything From the wonderful nerding world The reviews they bring These brilliant nerds give you the word All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series Call your friends who don't know And tell them what they're missing Then sit back and relax and listen to And I'm Michael. And welcome to episode 230 of Blurred Are Us, and also the last episode of 2021. (laughs) What a year 2021 has been, man. Like all sorts of craziness, all sorts of randomness. Um some good bits, some bad bits. Oh, it's been it's been an adventure, (laughs) is what you know. We fought. COVID. It feels like it feels like a soft reboot of 2020. <laughs> well, yeah, we thought <laughs> we thought COVID would be over by now, but we're still living deep in COVID. Um, mm. With this Omicron variant, like literally everyone's got it. Like everyone that like it, it's mad how you could go like a whole like year and a half, nearly two years without catching COVID, and then this Omicron just turned out and literally. I want to say the last time they released their stats, it was something along the lines of like one in 10 Londoners have had the Omicron virus of, of, of COVID. But, but COVID's hey, turned into some supervillain or something, bro. It sounds like a Decepticon. No, nah, but do you know the issue with it is they haven't been able, they haven't been able to do any type of testing because they've run out of bloody tests. Oh yeah, so, they run out of the lateral flows. They still got some PCR tests. They don't have any PCR tests. Nah, they do, they do, they do. They don't have PCR tests. If you go on the website now, you will see there's no. You can't get them anywhere in the, so, in, the in the whole of England. The only place they, you can get it is in Wales. They've they've stopped the bookings. Does no, 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 no. There's just none available at all. Fam, how are you gonna tell me when my brother's still working at the COVID testing site that I was working at? What did we just tried to look? We just tried to look yes, today. You can't, you can't listen, listen, yeah. You can't book them. That don't mean they don't have tests. So if you can't book them, it means that they're reserving them for like the police, NHS workers, etc. etc. So for you of a general public, yeah, you can't book a test. For other people, yeah, they can still go get tested. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, so on the web, on the websites they've stopped the bookings. But if you, if you're in emergency services, NHS, and certain other one two little people like that, yeah, you can still get a test done. Like nice. they don't ha- they don't have as many as they did, and that's why they've cancelled all the bookings. Because yeah, yesterday when he went in, they had to basically refuse a bare people and like cancel their bookings because they were at a point where the amount they had wasn't going to be enough for the amount of people that wanted to get tested. So basically, they're now screening who's getting tested. So is peak. Supposedly, they run out of... But again, they said that they run out of lateral flows. Yeah. But I'm going to go pick up some tomorrow. So again, it just depends on who you are in it. Because like, like they even announced the lateral flows being run out on the news, isn't it? And I was like, what? 
that can't be true. I just got some delivered. And obviously right now they're, again, being very skimpy on who gets them. But like I said, I'm picking some up tomorrow. Um, you've got to have like a little like QR code to show that it's you and that you're the person that's kind of pick up. So again, there, when there's a will, there's a way in it. It's like the PS5s. Like they say there's not in any stock, but you know, when there's a will, there's a way. <coughs> I've received mine. So I'm yeah, geared. You're enjoying your PS5, innit? Yeah, to a, to a sense, so, but you know what. So, um, as this is the last episode of 2021, I always just like to kind of have a quick little talk about, you know, our episodes. So, uh, I only could ever really pull up the SoundCloud stats. So, in 2021, we had 9,254 plays, uh, 21 likes, 9 like retweets, 11 comments. Our most listened track was... The Spider-Man episode number 228. I believe that's the one that we were all on. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> that one has 290 plays. Next up is the Yin Yang um, Greenland High Invasion High, uh, High Rise Invasion Tribes of Europa and One Division episode that had 277 plays. Uh, next up was He-Man Part two, the Amazing Spider-Man rewatch, Hawkeye and Wheel of Time, episode five and six. That has two hundred nineteen episodes. So those are our top three episodes. Our top listeners was Tao's Gucci Bag with thirty one, Ninja Sapien one hundred with twenty four, uh, Sammy with Asterix twenty one. Our top countries was United States with four thousand eight hundred fifty six. Next up was United Kingdom with 2,148. And next up was Ireland with 243. Big up the paddies, innit? Uh, I'm yeah. not going to try and do an Irish accent because I don't want to offend them. And then we don't have, we don't have the war. Um, our top city was Middlesbrough. Shout out to the Middlesbrough and them. I don't even know. I don't even know who is in Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough? Yeah, Middlesbrough was our top city with 652 plays. Um, our next uh, city was San Antonio, Texas, with 391. Uh, mm. Our next one was Ashburn, VA. I do not know where VA is. What's VA? Virginia. Virginia. Okay, with 341. Uh, <laughs> any other stats? Who do you know in Virginia? Who? I don't, I, I don't know. Probably someone from the leftover army, to be honest. Um, mm. But yeah, those are like the stats that, you know, show. So that's pretty good. Like, you know, especially since like, that means like the back end of the year, you know, people have been going out and about because one of the reasons why our numbers dropped was that everyone was stuck at home. If you're stuck at mm. home, you're not really, at, you know, going on walks or going to the gym where you normally listen to your podcast, like you're at home, so you just want to watch TV in it. So our numbers did drop quite a bit, but it's it's nice to see that things are going back up. If we can maintain getting like 200, nearly 300 plays every episode of 2022, I'll be absolutely gassed. But then again, Spider-Man doesn't come around too often. And, you know, speaking of <coughs> Spider-Man, like, it's the first post-pandemic um, pandem- post movie to hit a billion, which, again, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised because it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man, like, is universally loved. Um, you know, the rumours of there being all three Spider-Man in the movie, um, mm. you know, like, it's, it's like, no disrespect to Eternals and Shang-Chi, but, like, this is, like, the A-list MCU movie that everyone really wants to go see. So I am not surprised one bit that crossed a billion. I don't know if you'll do the two uh, in a non-pandemic world. I, I, you know, that might have been a shout, but 
I'm impressed. Like I'm still kind of. I'm. St- I am still a little surprised that it's crossed a billion. Mm. Not gonna lie. Not gonna Fair. lie. But um, one thing. One thing I just realised that we usually do at the end of every year as well, which we haven't really prepared for, is our top five. Yeah, do you know? It's because I haven't really been keeping a track of everything. Uh, I want mm. to have literally while you was talking, I was just looking through what movies have come out this year. Mm. And there's been a lot of shit, you know. This has not been a very good year. But then <laughs> there's been a lot of good stuff as well, actually. I think it's been... I think it's been fairly even. Do you know what I mean? Um, just looking at what's here, like... June was a very good one. That would have definitely been in my top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Free Guy was good. Free no was Time good. to Die, James Bond, I thought was a bit of a disappointment. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong to me again was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. I've not seen it. Was that that uh, this year? That was this year. Oh, that's wow. beginning of the year. Raya and the Last Dragon. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, it's alright. I think I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. I thought it was okay. Mm. Black Widow and Venom again, both disappointing. I think Black Widow would be number one for me. Black what? Widow would be number one for you. Wait, as yeah. in like best Out, movie? Higher than Spider-Man, higher than June, higher than nah, Justice he, League. He's trolling, he's trolling, he's trolling, he's trolling, he's trolling. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Really? I'm, I'm dead serious. Nah. nah. <laughs> I, Bro. Who is this and where's the real Micah? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm being dead serious. I would totally have Black Widow as my number one. Movie of the year, like, like best. Hold on, hold on. Are you talking about the movie or are you talking about her? Because I think a lot of people would have her as their number one. <laughs> no, I'm but... talking about the movie. Like, no, no, for real, for real. The movie, I'll definitely have it as my number one. What like, is in it... best movie of the year? Yeah, man. Well, I'll hey, have it. So I'll definitely. Have it. I'll have it as my number one. Like, man. I really, really would. Hey, like, out of the two of us, it... I think you're closer to him, so I think you need to like. No, 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 no. All right. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. It it would be it would totally be my number one. Like it'll be my number one after Spider Man. It'll be my number one after Raya the Last Dragon. It'll be my number one. Of course, I'm trolling. This guy is surely trolling. There was like I nearly kicked him out of the call. This guy is crazy. Nah, uh, that film was terrible. I, I will try and create like an Excel spreadsheet for us to like put our ratings, and then we can keep a track. And then I'll just create, I'll just, I'll just create a channel in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, but then got, it, it, somebody yo, there's been a lot of shit this year. Someone you know, needs to we combat. We got to start using okay. Discord a bit more in it. So I'll, I'll throw something up tonight. Don't worry. It needs to be like a spreadsheet though with our names, movie, and Base Jam. Don't worry, Fucking it'll be there. Hell. This year was terrible, man. Yes. <laughs> Base Jam, Fast Nine. I still ain't seen Fast Nine. I like Fast Nine. For it's not bad. bad. When when I don't think of it, when I don't think of Fast Nine as a car film. Yeah, and actually think of it as an action, a over dramatic the, the action. Joke, the, film. Joke, the joke thing is, yeah, they've never really been about the cars. They've always been like people going undercover and trying to find out who's committing crime. Like, mm. it, do you know what I mean? That, and that's why one yeah. of my arguments when we had the episode was like, if people view it more like that, they will have more enjoyment in the film because, like, the common mis or it's like, what's that? What is is it the Mandela effect? 
Like the Mandela yeah. effect for Fast and Furious is that it's about the cars when actually it's always been about John. Is it John? I was about to say John Connor. It's not John Connor. What was his name? Dominic Terrell. No, not Dominic Terrell. Um, the white boy. Paul Walker. Yeah, Paul. But what was his name in the in, in the movie? I don't, I don't know. know. Paul Walker. <laughs> but yeah, it was, all, it, was, it was literally always about him going undercover to like unsurface some kind of threat, some kind of criminal activity. Like the cars were just like a, a vehicle to get from A to B most of the time. Yeah, you probably, you're actually, you're, you're kind of right on that one. Hate to give you the props on it, but yeah, yeah you are right. All right, so um, if for where Just quickly. Go on, sorry. Go on. Again, just looking through these movies, I've kind of put together a quick top five of my year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want me to just do that quick. Again, there's a lot of good stuff. The Harder They Fall was really good. Which one was um, that? The oh, Black the Cowboy, Cowboy movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, Old was all right. I think mean, I was in the middle. Uh, like I said, Free Guy. Don't Look Up, which we're going to talk about today. Oh, that film. It's really good. That would be my honourable mention. It didn't make my top five, but that would definitely be my honourable mention. Mm-hmm. My top five, starting number five, I would have Mitchells versus the Machines, that Sony animated movie that oh, came yeah, out. That was funny. That was fun. That was, a fun that was good. That would be my number five. Mm-hmm. My number four would be Suicide Squad. Okay. Well, that was really good. Uh, my number three would probably be Zack Snyder's Justice League. Ugh. Okay. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. I, th- I, thought it was, I thought it was really good, man. I thought mm-hmm. it was, I, Anyway, maybe it was like the whole event aspect yeah, of it as well. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? The build up to it, the four hour, the, the hashtag and everything. Mm. But yeah, that would be number number three. Number two, I'd have June. Mm-hmm. And then number one, obviously Spider-Man. That would be my top five. Man, I would take out Zack Snyder's and a bit of a spoiler, like I'd add Kingsman. Oh yeah, Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Kingsman would be in your top five. Again, that sh- good? shiny new toy syndrome in it, but no. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? No way home. Uh, I hate to do this year because, like, yes, I gave you a whole chicken, yeah, and like, but I hate the music. But Encanto is up there, you know. Have you not finally seen it? So I can hear you lots thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. All right, Encanto. T, what did you think of Encanto? I haven't watched it. All right, let me just find my notes. Um, yeah, I watched it over Christmas um, with the little one. Uh, been meaning to watch it for a while, but it's, it just dropped on Disney Plus recently. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. It was definitely entertaining. Uh, it, it held my one-year-old's attention, which, if anything can do that, gets <laughs> an extra an extra quarter chicken just for that. Mm. Um but no, it, it, it was good. Uh, I liked the like message behind it and that because um, obviously the main character doesn't have any powers, mm-hmm. but her family does have powers. I think it's kind of hinted or teased that she might have powers, like she can maybe, she has visions or something like that. But I think it's quite, again, I've only seen it once and I was looking after my little one while I was doing it. But from what I saw... Um, I think she maybe has vision powers or maybe she doesn't. She was having um, visions because of Bruno. And that was because of Bruno was giving her the visions. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the message that um, the grass isn't always green on the other side. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone has their own personal challenges and, and like inner demons that they have to overcome. Like even her sister who was 
who she saw as the perfect one, um, she has obviously this constant pressure to be perfect because yeah. she can create plants. Yeah, and I feel like her the type of plant she creates is linked to how she's presenting herself. Mm -hmm. So she has to be prim and proper and perfect so that her plants and crops come out perfect. Yeah. Um, there's also her one, the one that's like super strong and like she feels the weight of the world on her shoulders. And it's like, even when you're strong with your constantly feeling the pressure, eventually you crack. Mm -hmm. So I liked all of that. I liked how, do you know what I mean? You, you started to see all the characters from inside. Um, it, I was surprised to see that it all took place within the house. Mm. I was waiting for the moment where she sets off on her adventure, but it never happened. Yeah, so it, it was all, actually. It all took place within the house. Like of, of all the Disney movies, this was kind of like their bottle episode. Mm -hmm. uh, but then at the same time, whenever she went through the doors, it was like a whole big, like it was like the TARDIS, do you know what I mean? The yeah. space in there was bigger. So there was varied locations and big spaces and stuff. So... It, it didn't feel claustrophobic, but it was just something I noticed. I was like, when's she going? Like, and then before I knew it, it was near the end of the film. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Um, I like the, the, the house as a character. I thought it was really cool. Disney are great at giving character to inanimate objects, like the yeah. carpet in Aladdin and, and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I liked... So the end was... I'm, I'm on the fence about, because I liked how at first it seemed that because I was like, okay, at the end, she's going to discover that she has a power this whole time, or she's going to earn her power, mm. but she doesn't, she doesn't no. get a power. No. In fact, everyone else loses their powers. And it was like, it, she, it, the message was, it's not your powers that's making you special. It's you, you yourself are special. Do you know what I mean? And you don't have to be super strong that like we can help. Everyone can help you up together and the, the perfect sister you don't have to be perfect like you can be expressive and express yourself and then they they because the house got so they rebuilt the house together like by hand and i was like okay like if is this how it's going to end like they all lost their powers but they learned to love each other and that's what the true miracle is mm. but then as soon as they was like okay we'll give you the doorknob you put the doorknob in i was like okay as soon as she puts that doorknob in the magic's gonna come back <laughs> yeah. and then of course she puts the doorknob in and then everything sparkles and the magic comes back everyone gets their powers back so i was like meh it's a bit of a cop out i would have liked <laughs> to have had like that ending mm -hmm. where like everyone lost their powers because i thought that was quite impactful um and it was quite a good message uh, but then even when they got their powers back, it was still good because, like I said, the plant girl, she got to be expressive. So she got to wear whatever fashion and craziness she wants and then started creating these mad plants. Uh, the strong girl was still strong, but they would give her a break every now and again and like pamper her. So it, it was still nice. Um, the songs were okay. They weren't the best of Disney yeah, no, songs. I, like didn't like the, I didn't like the songs, but like I said, when I reviewed it, like... I feel like I'm slightly biased because I re like I I ain't got no beef with the guy, but this Lin Manuel guy, yeah, like since he did Hamilton and everyone's been raving about him and they've been putting him to do everything, yeah, I don't think he's as good as everyone thinks he is. Like he did the uh, is that who wrote the songs for this? Yeah, he, he did Mary Poppins. It makes too. sense now. He did. Um, That's why it seems. What, what else did he do? Was it in the, not in, West Side Story? In, the in, other in, one in the Heights, like 
it's not every yeah. day you need to throw this like Latin hip hop into everything. Like sometimes just do music without the hip hop and the rap. Like just yeah, that's what that's what was putting me off about the music. And this is it had that like you said that Latin hip hop kind of flair to it, and it was very like fast paced, and it was very um, like you said at times it seemed like they were rapping, and it didn't have the like sing along kind of aspect to it. Do you know what I mean? Like like frozen, like let it go or. That oh like the Moana songs, you know what I mean? Yes, Where you can exactly. sing along to it. This like it it was catchy, do you know what I mean? It had that Mexican kind of like Ariba flair and yeah. stuff, but it what, it was yeah, it wasn't what, it wasn't that, memorable with the music was to your me. What was my favorite song though? Because I've got one. What was my favorite song? Yeah. The one at the end with the credit scenes. Oh. <laughs> um my, my, I can't remember how it goes. Mine was it's, the it's, one, like, it's like some samba music. You know mine I mean? was the one that we don't talk about Bruno, and Bruno is my favourite character. Yeah, I like Bruno. I like Bruno. Who played his voice? Was it um what's his name? Uh, um, let me find out. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Like like Luis something. What's his name? Uh, I think it's the guy that played Luigi in the the Mario movie. Benny from John, the Bronx. John Legu- Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he yeah, played Bruno. John Leguizamo. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno reminded me of Spiro, your cousin Spiro. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, actually. Yeah, now that you say that, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was a good kids movie. I don't think it was Disney's best. I think Raya, Raya was better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, obviously Frozen, Tangled and all that were, were, were better. Yeah. One thing I noticed, and I don't know, because I just got um, I got my wife a fire stick uh, for Christmas. Nice. So that because basically our TV, it, it's got like built in Netflix. So like literally on the controller, there's a button that says Netflix. Yeah. And you press that and then Netflix comes up. So because the TV is like loyal to Netflix, I can't get Amazon. I can't get Disney Plus. I can't get anything else on the TV. <laughs> so I got the Amazon fire stick. So now we can watch everything on the TV. Yeah. Um, but when I was watching this, I don't know if like it seemed like the settings on the TV were have been affected or something. But I only noticed it with this movie. Everything else seems fine, but it seemed quite dark, considering how colourful it was as a movie. It, it it seemed like I don't know the brightness had been turned down. Mm. Did you notice that at all when you watched it, or uh, was that like no? Maybe I, I think I watched it in cinema, so it would have had a slightly yeah. different experience. Yeah, but yeah, no. In general, I liked it. Um, I'm. I think it's a bit harsh, but it's still an okay score. I'd give it a half chicken. Yeah, I think fun. it. I think it's. It was entertaining. I think the kids would like it, uh, and it's paced well. It it's a breeze to get through. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. I enjoyed it. Oh no, dude, cool. I'm glad one of you finally watched it because I was just because uh, like again, I really wanted to give you a free piece here, but like. The, all the, the emotions and the feels that this movie gave me, there was no way I could <laughs> give it a free piece. Like, I, I had to give it a whole chicken, man. Like, I came out of it just like, yeah. Oh, you like, gave it a whole chicken? I, I, yeah, I gave it, like, <clears throat> I, I did, like I said, for for someone that doesn't, that loves musicals, I didn't like the fact this was yeah. a musical. Like, if it had just been, like, a normal story being told, I think it would have been much better. But, like I said, like, it didn't put me off enough that I didn't enjoy it. Like, right at the end, like, I was just, like, so happy for the family and 
and just how everything worked yeah. out. I guess it's what it's those... true. It it was really it was a really wholesome film. That mm. it was really emotional. I I I felt it as well. My wife, I think, was crying at the yeah. end, but she's pregnant at the moment, so she's crying at fucking <laughs> everything right now. But boy, <laughs> I'm crying but... at every fucking everything at the moment. So <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it was good, man. I just feel like After Raya was so good, in my opinion. Mm. Like, I feel like that would get an honourable mention on my top five as well, like as an as an animated movie just behind Mitchell versus the Machine. Yeah. But after that was so good, in my opinion, like you said, I don't think Encanto needed to be a musical. No. It had musical elements, obviously, but I feel like After Raya was so good, being another Disney film, and After Coco did like that similar kind of music in my opinion even so much better i swear coco didn't have a song like every five minutes though like no it didn't it didn't it it was rare and again it was like it wasn't a musical in a sense it was incorporated so they were putting on a show whenever they would sing it would be a show do you know what i mean they'd be on stage so in a sense it wasn't a musical it was kind of within the story that makes sense yeah but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that, that was. I'm glad I finally got around to it. Um, I think kids will definitely enjoy it. Nice, 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 nice. All right. So, um, have I? Did I do the ratings before the rating system before? I don't think so. No. All right. So, for anyone that might be listening for the very first time, uh, we at Blurs Us have a very unique rating system. If we think something is absolutely dead, it gets bones. There's a quarter chicken half chicken, three piece, and if it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Uh, Biker, have you finally finished off The Witcher? See, I want to say yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but realistically, I wanna... what's the answer? I haven't really started season two as oh, of yet. Well, I the thing is, yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot about it, and I feel like it's, a, it's one something that I can just wait and watch to a point but I haven't been able to get to I haven't been able to get around to it fair enough well I, I saved this because you guys had all finished it last week and you lot still haven't uh, and Martin is with family today so um, but I really enjoyed it um, I want to give it a solid free piece um, I did like the make like on Netflix there's like a witch collection you can there's a, a making of season 2 that was really cool I did like seeing how they did CGI for the um, three months start I thought that was pretty impressive uh, they've also got this like little beastery thing on there where you get to see some of the monsters and like where some of them like originated from so they like they talk about the dragons and how like you know in the west dragons are more like um, flying flying lizards so to speak where in the east they're more like serpents and stuff like that and um, I want to say like they said like dragon in greek has like two meanings one's like dracon and the other one's like sea serpent or something like that and um again they delve into a lot of the different monsters and like where what like so in season two there's like a version of the baba yaga so they talked about how like you know baba yaga is like very well known in many different slavic um mythologies and then they talked about like just the different creatures. It was just really cool seeing that. So that was pretty cool. Um, so once you've finally finished watching The Witcher, I would recommend um, watching the like the extra stuff. There is pretty cool. Um, I finally got around to watching Lower Deck season two. Um, this is like the animated Star Trek um, show that they've got going on uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, mine spoke about it ages ago, but I only j- literally just got around to watch it over Christmas period. Uh, again, just funny as the first season i really enjoyed it uh, and it gets a whole chick from me um 
I finally got around to watching Clifford the Big Red Dog. Now, oh my god, you wasted your time. Do you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I actually quite enjoyed it. You know, for a movie, for a movie that wasn't for me, yeah, and was a dumb like I don't think Clifford the Red Dog was like my generation. I think we had what Chip and Biff, and um, yeah, who else did we have? Spot. Yes, Alvin the Chipmunks. Alvin the Chipmunks. So I don't think Big Clifford was like my generation in it, but. Again, for a kid's movie, yeah, it was funny at moments. And um, oh. uh, what's his name? Not Jake Gyllenhaal, because that's obviously someone completely different. But um, the guy from my League of My Own, yeah, I, I'm, I'm impressed that he's, like, become an, a, an actor. Jake Jake Whitehall. Jack Whitehall, sorry. Like, yeah. I'm actually impressed with his acting chops. And obviously, he's got a comedic time, because obviously he's, like, a comedian, isn't it? But... He's just this like dumbass from a league of our own and like other little <laughs> dumb British TV shows. So to it's see him from time, well, I didn't know he'd been acting from time because, like I said, I only know knew him from like the league of our own. Um, and again, see, yeah, he had that TV show where he was a teacher or something like that. Yeah, a teacher, bad education or yeah, something I, like that. That's it, yeah. I, I never, I never watched that. So again, I did not know of his acting chops in it. So seeing him on the yeah. big screen and stuff like this, yeah. Like, I wouldn't say he has acting chops, but I would just yeah, say... Yeah, I wouldn't say he's okay, got... I wouldn't say he's a great actor. I would say he's a great actor, but, you know. Okay, but from what, I, from what I know him from, to seeing him on the big screen, like, I'm impressed with him, isn't it? I would give him a solid half chicken. If you've got kids of that age where, you know, they like Cliff the Big Red Dog, it's it's like 90 minutes long. I think it will, I, I think it will hold their attention. And as a parent... There will be a couple of jokes that you'll appreciate. There were a couple of jokes that you find <laughs> a bit cringy, but like it, it was good enough in it. Like for a site that wasn't for me, I would not normally watch it in a million years. But the fact that it was a giant Clifford bit, and I thought the CGI was quite well done as well. Um, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, Wait, he's actually big. Yeah, he's big. But the posters don't make him look big. Oh no, he's, he's, he's big, and he stays as a puppy as well. But he's massive. Um, as a, oh, he's okay. as big as like a van. Oh, that's not big. Well, they, it's, it's still like him yeah. I swear he was like the size of a house. Yeah, he's meant to be the size. Of, yeah, he's meant to be the size of a house. Well, they so they screwed really... I remember him sitting in the garden and looking through like the top window of a yeah. like, bedroom. And they, stuff. Yeah, they don't make him that massive, but they make him big enough in it. And where's it set? It's set in New York. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love look. I love you Americans, yeah. But why you not always got to take all of our stuff? Why, is Clifford the Big Red Dog like originally British or something? Yes. So is Jack Whitehall. Well, I know Jack Whitehall's well, British. You can take, you can take him, that's I'm fine. I'm pretty sure unless he's playing an American. Can. You can take him, but that's fine. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it even has like a wholesome message about, you know, like family and all that shit there. Like, it's, it's good, man. Like, again, if it, obviously, you know, it's, you, if you've got little ones over the Christmas period, you decide to watch, you want to take them to the cinema like you can take them to see that and it is it's 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 decent um next up we've got death to 2021 which was the netflix version of a recap of the year and then yearly departed which was the amazon's version um neither of them were as good as they were the first time around like i would i would give death to 2021 a half chicken and yearly departed i'll give it a quarter chicken and that's just because I chuckled a couple of times. Uh, T, you managed to watch this, right? Why does it sound like I'm the only I, one? I watched, look, I watched 2020, I watched a bit of 2020, 2020 and I was like, I'm not watching this shit what, ever again. Death, death to 2021? 
Yeah, I watched 2020 and I, oh, I, I, last year. No, no, I watched it last year and I was like, I'm not watching this again. And once I saw it pop up on my Netflix channel, mm. I was like, yeah, nope, not happening. Never. Fair enough. Calm. Uh, T, you managed to watch both of these, right? And T is either having some internet issues or he's left. Hello, Mr. Tomaski. Hello. Oh, he's gone. No, he came back in. Yeah, hello. Yeah, we can hear you now. Sorry. Yeah, so we're talking about Death to 21, 2021 and Yearly Departed. Oh, okay, you know, nice. Did you hear what I said about them? No, didn't hear nothing. I said that neither of them was good as last year's one. And if I had to mm. give them ratings, uh, the Netflix one gets a half chicken and the um, Amazon one, which is the Yearly Departed, gets a core chicken. Just because I laughed a couple of times, but it was very cringy. Yeah. Okay, hold up. Very cringy. I, I need to um we need to go back to the to T's top five movies. Yeah. I've got a question because there's a movie that you have totally missed out and I need to know if you've watched it or not. Oh no. So yeah. Because I know we I know it's been covered on the podcast. I don't think I was on the episode which kind of annoyed me. Judas and the Black Messiah. Shit, I still ain't seen that, you know. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah I need to see that. Yeah, that was fair a enough. big boy movie. Oh, you still know what? You reminded me. I'm gonna write that. I'm watching that tonight. That was a bit. It might be on Amazon Prime or something right now. Okay, cool. I'll I'll come for you and let you know. That was yeah. I'm gonna get to that. All right then. Ah, I'll allow it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, that place. That was actually really good. Yes, on Amazon Prime. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that tonight. That's the buy. It's on Sky. Sky Cinema if you want to stream it for free if you've got access to that mm. yeah I must. think I'm um, yeah, so but yeah so you said uh, half for Death to 2021 yeah the next one and what a quarter yeah a quarter for yearly wide okay but last year's um, one were both much better I I I mm. For Yearly Departed, I definitely agree with that. Mm. Uh, yearly Departed, because I, I, I didn't realise, I didn't watch it last year. Um, so I watched last year's one as well. Uh, I thought it was a very interesting concept for a stand-up special, mm-hmm. like as like a template to have comedians come up one at a time and essentially tell jokes, rather than j- just being a stage. Like The whole funeral kind of concept was really, uh, was really interesting. Um... It's just not my humor. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's for us. I think it's it's Sexist. relatable. It's relatable humor, yes. but it's relatable to women. Do you know what I mean? Mm. More so in this in this year's one. Last year wasn't as bad. I actually quite liked last year's one. I w- well to say I liked it is a bit of a strong word. <laughs> I I tolerated it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. And it did make me laugh a couple times. Sarah Silverman was quite funny. Uh, talking about like the whole make America great again thing. And she's like, when were we great in the first place? Let's yeah. just try it. Let's just try and be good. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Sarah Silverman was funny. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like she said some funny things and I don't know if they wrote their own parts or if it was written for them. I feel like it was scripted. Cause also, I, feel, I definitely feel like it was scripted. When yeah. you see the end credit scene of season two or 2021's one, you see them like one mm. scripts and stuff and, like, well, should I try this joke again or should I? Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, I've got I've got to think that twenty twenty um, that Make America Great um, joke. Mm. It's sort of a rip off from the um, TV show newspaper or the um, newsroom. I have not seen. It. Uh, I so you've seen you've seen the clip. I know I everyone. Seen everyone has yeah, seen the clip. Where so he's in a college. He's in a college school, and the girl asks, "Why is it that people think that America is not the greatest country in the uh, on the world?" And then he breaks down everything that is wrong with America and mm. asks, "How are they great? What makes us great?" Like we're we're thirty, where he was like oh, something yeah, like we're thirty, yeah, in, know, them, literally that. like to thirty ninth in, in in employment and stuff like that. Mm. And then I swear, like someone from the crowd is like, is like America has freedom, and is like a freedom, like that's not an American thing. Like England's got li- freedom. Right? List of all the countries that have freedom. That's freedom. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, I yeah, definitely, that, I definitely thought about that clip when that joke, he was making that joke. Yeah, you're that's, definitely that's, right. That type of jokes. I'm just like. Mm. It's not really funny. It's 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 a, it's a statement and it's a fact. Do you know? So, do you know? What it was it was more in this it, one? It was more the reaction because when each comedian was up giving their eulogy, in a sense, yeah, other comedians were obviously sitting in the funeral, like, and it would cut to them and give like reaction shots. Uh, that that kind of made it funnier because she was like, um, America might not be the greatest. And then she was about to say something like, is like, no, she's like, is America the greatest? No. Is it the biggest? And then one of them, ones in the crowd kind of like shook their head like, no, we're not. Like, like she was about to say they were. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then she was like, no, actually, we're not even the biggest, but we're the craziest. Do you know what I mean? So it was more about the reaction, especially this one in particular. There was this, this black um, comedian. Uh, I don't know her name, but she's the one. Her section was the funniest. She was talking about um, uh, death to the beige band-aid and was like, in a year of like Black Lives Matter and all of these protests and stuff, the, the, the biggest success story that the black community has had is that there's now a black skin-toned plaster, basically. Mm. And she was like, yeah, that's great. We'll just, we'll just put that plaster over all the bullet holes. And, do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, but it was deep at the same time. And her reactions as well to the other ones is, is what made me laugh. But in the first one, obviously, because this was in the height of coronavirus, mm. in the behind the scenes section during the credits, I didn't even clock that it was all filmed on green screen. None of these women were in the room together at the same time. Yeah, It was all on green screen. Yeah. They was all in their separate rooms. So I thought that, was actually the most interesting aspect of this whole thing. I was like, right, that was actually sick. I didn't, e- I didn't even clock. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, especially Yearly Departed, this year's one was much more, did you say cheesy? Cringy. It was more cringy. cringy. Well, for me, it was yeah, definitely cringy. more cringy because in the first one, like the, the, the comedians that were still in audience were still acting in a sense. Do you know what I mean? So like no one was laughing at the jokes. They was like reacting as if everyone was being serious. Whereas in this one, everyone's cracking up. Everyone's laughing at the jokes and cheering when, when people come up and it just made it seem kind of like a sitcom-ish. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm. when, when uncle Phil walks in the room and everyone cheers and then jazz gets kicked out and then everyone laughs. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 and it made it seem a bit cheap. Like, like the audience needed to be told when to laugh because it really, it was so unfunny that 
like I, I can I can see them doing like what it was it called like test um, laugh tracks. Yeah, but I'm saying I can see them like showing this to an audience and no one laughing and then being like, okay, we need to put a laugh track in there to show people that it's funny. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it was definitely not as funny. There's a lot of like gross out kind of shock humor. Yeah. Like, oh, women talking about sex. How absurd. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's just not my humor. There was some fat girl. I don't know her name. But yeah, she's like a she discount. Was... She's like a discount Amy Schumer, yeah, or like like the she was the she's the replacement Rebel Wilson. And now that Rebel Wilson's thin, they're like shit. We need another disgusting fat Wait, comedian. Rebel Wilson's thin. Yeah, she's like Rebel Wilson guy. is so thin now, bro. Like right, if you on, see her, to, I am. I'm gonna type it in now, yeah. bro. You're not gonna you're not gonna believe it. You're not gonna she's believe not it. And it. and her character's changed as well. I've seen her in interviews because she's not fat anymore. She doesn't oh. have to put on this. This persona, she's actually acts just normal now. Wow, the big difference, isn't it? Wow, yeah. Mm. Wow. Man said, "Wow, you know." <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's it's such a like ratings to her. Do you know what I mean? Like she's done really well. Yeah. That's and this was all great. like this was all hard work. There's no like Tommy talks or oh, like yeah. It looks like as well. It looks, do you know what I mean? It, she's, yeah, she's it, it looks completely natural. Yeah. And she looks good now, man. She looks like a completely different person. Her face is still weird, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, no and, she's, and, she's still, and she's still got the accent. <laughs> well, yes, she is Australian, so that kind of... Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, the, the humour in this, it was like relatable humour, but it was clearly for women. Like, there, there was jokes about receiving dick pics, about, like, a list of men that you can have sex with without getting pregnant. And like a vibrator was on the list. Like the host was take took off her heels and everyone was cracking up. Something about a thirst trap on Instagram, like taking pictures of yourself posing, like oh, explain, that's called a thirst trap. Explain my thirst trap to like a Nigerian auntie basically. Yeah. That, exactly. was, that was a little bit humorous because obviously like you know, like the the af af arts that they don't always get everything that the young people do in this day and age, innit? Mm. But yeah, like I said, it just wasn't. It, I wasn't the target audience. I think yeah. it, it's it's for women. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and the last I, one not, wasn't though. The last one was just more for everyone. That's what I mean. The last one was was for everyone. I found a lot of it funny. There was a section about not having any more kids. Like when I had kids, I didn't sign up to be a teacher, a chef, a sports coach. I did. Yeah. No, like that was funny. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but no, this one just seemed to just all be about like women humor and a lot of jokes about drake not answering their dms and stuff and i was like huh that woman's yeah that, you know what though the, the thing is yeah like i wonder like is that is that woman crazy like or like what's wrong with her because she actually is very pretty which woman the the host that says that she can't get a date oh the 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 replacement tiffany haddish yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. She, just, it's lockdown, isn't it? Like no one, no one was <laughs> no getting nothing in lockdown. Fair enough. So you, but yeah, it, <laughs> well, unless you're already, you know, set up and yeah. shacked up with someone. Do you think people were shacking up during the whole lockdown for these? Yeah, yeah, it's true. People are shacking up like nobody's business. 
Yeah, probably people are probably shacking up so much that coronavirus could be considered an STD. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's funny. Um, but yeah, the funniest part of both of these was the end uh, when they were doing the in memoriam and like you see the list of things that we've lost. Like the one of them that made me laugh was like, uh, no more going to a show, no more going to a restaurant. No more going anywhere, like just stuff like that, and that to me, that some of them made me laugh. Mm. And um, yeah, man, I don't know who that was singing in this year's one. Last year they had Christina Aguilera, yeah. so it was a ma- it was a major step down, especially watching them back to back. Like mm. this woman is nowhere near as good a singer as Christina Aguilera. So, boy, <laughs> and the only one I actually recognised was Chelsea Baretti. Who was from Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, that's the only one I recognize as well. To be honest, the only one I knew. Everyone else was like, I don't know who you are. And even the old lady, like everyone gave a big cheer. Like she was like, I was just like some I don't. big legend, and I yeah. was like, who is you? Yeah, it was like it was like Joan Fonda or something like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, Joan Fonda. I thought it said Jane Foster. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not serious. It would be funny. It would be funny if it was Jane Foster. Yeah, it would have been a lot funnier. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it was okay to me. Um, Death to twenty twenty one was so much funnier. This is my type of humor. Mm. This is like, this is like South Park humor. This is like, it reminded me. There's a film called Idiocracy. I don't know if either of you have seen it. Nope. But it's about a guy is doing some military experiment like of, of cryogenic freezing. And they're meant to freeze him for like a year and bring him back out. But he accidentally gets frozen for a thousand years and comes out in the future. And in the future, everyone is stupid. Like the the IQ has just plummeted because all these dumb hillbillies are just breeding and having 12 kids. And then you've got smart people who are like, well, it doesn't seem like the right time. We'll just hold off for a bit longer. And then they get too old and then they can't have kids anymore. So stupid people are breeding and smart people aren't. And then in the future, everyone's dumb. And they've got this museum where it's like, it's a history museum. And it's like, it's all wrong and it's stupid, but you can see why they thought that. Like they talk about world, the, um, one of the world wars and how the Nazis would ride dinosaurs into battle. And they called the UN, they just call it the UN because they un-Nazied the world. And... Um, and they they thought Hitler was Charlie Chaplin and stuff like that. So it's a similar type of humor to that where it's talking about what happened, but in like a really tongue in cheek kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all the returning actors. Hugh Grant, again, I think stole the show for me. He's unrecognizable as that old white guy. And some of the stuff he was saying was just fucking funny. <laughs> um, I liked the commentator as well. Like, the writing this year, for me, was so smart. Like, um, when it said something like, oh, 2021 was a year so bad, it made 2020 seem like a prequel. Um, when when they were talking about Harry and Meghan, and then there was like, after the interview, Prince Philip withdraws from public life permanently by dying. No. I was like, oh my God, yeah, they actually they, they said that there. shit. Yeah, they weren't there. <laughs> they weren't there. Like, yeah, they, like, the jokes were risky, bruv. Like, and and um, they was talking about George Floyd 
And oh, the, comment, the, the narrator goes, in an astonishing break from tradition, a white police officer actually faces consequences for killing a black civilian. Like, uh, I was just like, that just bust me up the way he put it. Um, and one of the celebrity or the act- people acting as in character or whatever um, said, uh, talking about Derek Chauvin, the, the policeman that killed George Floyd. Um, as part of his sentence, Chauvin was banned from owning firearms. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't shoot George Floyd. If the court really wanted justice, they should have chopped off his fucking knees. Yeah. And I was like, Bruh! I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my days, thank you. Uh, but no, I, I really like this man. Um, they they talked about like the vaccine, and again, th- again, this was smart writing. They said something like, again, in another switch from tradition, Democrats are now proud to invoke their right to bear arms, while Republicans start to reject pricks. I was like, that is so like the the the, the smart writing like is, is so clever, man. Um, I like when he was talking about the celebrities escaping uh, from Earth, Richard Branson, Jeff uh, Bezos, and William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Uh, one bit that cracked me up was when he was talking about America withdrawing from Afghanistan. And then <laughs> oh, yeah, that after that happened, the Taliban started rising up again, and they were like, but this time we're peaceful. And then it cuts to like a news anchor who's clearly being held hostage at gunpoint, like reporting that the Taliban are peaceful now. <laughs> and I was like, you can't hold someone at gunpoint and get them to tell everyone that you're more peaceful now. Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's, it's all the time. Yeah, it's true. Well, our, our listenerships in the United States are just plummeted for next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. They know it's true. <laughs> I'd... What was that you just said, sorry? I said, uh, well, that's our listenership for the from the United States plummeted for next year. With the amount of shit Michael was just saying about them just now. Now, nah, I get Mate, you kept it. I love you that. I don't know. You kept, you, you're, I don't know if your internet's gone back. I thought it was yeah, right. Yeah, like, I heard the exact exactly same you just kept breaking. Oh, forget it then. Carry on. Carry on. Is he Carry there? He's still there. Yeah, I'm still here. Can you not oh. hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay, yeah, carry on. Carry on, chaps. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm pretty much done. I thought I thought it was really funny. In my opinion, it was a whole chicken. This is my mm. type of humour right up my street. Um, I liked uh, <laughs> when they when they was talking about Biden, um, like going into the White House. They called it a reverse exorcism. That fucking cracked me up. Like. <laughs> just because he's so old and when the, when Hugh Grant as his old white guy character when he was like anyone can play James Bond as long as they're a white male aged between 30 and 55 like that made me laugh as well but <laughs> no nah, the whole thing was, was good to me man for me it's a whole chicken I, I, I liked it this is my kind of humour I might to give it a watch yeah it was good fair enough fair enough Um, I think it was just just as good as last year's one in my opinion Carb. All right, the last thing I'm going to talk about before I hand it over to Big T uh, is Wheel of Time. I watched uh, episode seven and eight, and oh my days, episode seven started with a bag in it. Like, episode seven, yeah, was just a lovely action set piece, isn't it? Basically, there's this woman, yeah, and she's pregnant. But, like, remember, keep in mind, this is like all set medieval times, isn't it? She's pregnant and she's like fleeing from like some war, and there's soldiers chasing her. And she's basically fighting off all these guys, yeah, 
while pregnant and having to take deep breaths. And it is sick. Like, it is such a cool action set piece, man. Uh, I'm going to give the whole season a, a, a free piece. It starts off slow, but it does get better towards the end. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, how they move on to further seasons. Um, will they ramp up the action? Will they ramp up the storytelling? Uh, I've gotten invested in a lot of these characters. It just, for me, they just need to pick up the pace a little bit and, you know, increase the stakes because so far, none of the main characters you ever think they're going to die. They try and, like, bait and switch that, oh, yeah, they might die, but then, like, you know they're going to be fine, isn't it? So, um, yeah. yeah, but it, it, it's, it's right now, it's nowhere near on Game of Thrones levels, but, you know, I don't know, I can't remember watching season one of Game of Thrones and immediately sucked in, isn't it? But, it, it's well, got potential. Uh, it's got potential. Well, as long as it doesn't have the same ending as Game of Thrones, then I think <laughs> it'll be okay. <laughs> well, right, we'll have to wait and see. But um, I would highly recommend anyone watches this. It's on Amazon Prime. It's def- for their first venture into this like fantasy world, um, you know, with the Lord of the Rings stuff around the corner. Um, yeah, it was a good a good attempt and I, I quite enjoyed it. it. It wasn't on the same levels as The Witcher though. Like, do you know what I mean? And that's... That's why I couldn't really give it a whole chicken, but it is definitely worth checking out. So you guys should. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it for me for now. Big T, what have you been watching? Um, so yeah, so this is essentially kind of our Christmas episode. Uh, we haven't recorded since Christmas. So I, I've like went and see the family, do all that usual stuff. Uh, watched a lot of Christmas movies, watched Home Alone, obviously, uh, watched Die Hard. Nice. But me me and my wife are different. Do you know what I mean? We don't, like, we, we love horror movies and stuff, innit? Like, mm-hmm. as, as I keep telling you guys. So we managed to find um, <laughs> on Disney+, Plus, which, which just made it funny, um, the American Horror Story uh, spin-off called American Horror Stories. Mm-hmm. Now, the concept behind american horror story is that each season is a completely different story has the same actors but playing different characters in a different setting different time period uh whereas this show american horror stories every episode is a is it a different story so there's no like continuing story throughout the um throughout the series uh and so we saw that and we found that there was a christmas episode so it was like nice okay that's that's our christmas viewing for the year we're gonna watch this uh, and basically what it is, it's about these, um, like in- Instagram, TikTok influencers, basically like they're called the bro house. Uh, uh it's just a bunch, like four guys just think like Logan Paul, just kind of stupid guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they film, uh, someone jumping off a bridge called suicide bridge. So they knew it was known for suicide. They waited around all day. And then when someone turned up, they like filmed him and kind of egged him on to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then obviously like they had backlash from that. So they're trying to get their brand back on point, but they just keep making it worse. They're, it's during Christmas. They go into the mall and you know how they set up like Santa sitting there and all the kids are queuing up. There's like usually like a woman dressed up as an elf and stuff like that. Um, so they like, they sexually harass the woman. Oh gosh. Uh, 
and then there's like an actual like little man like a little person playing an elf and they like humiliate him and then in front of all the kids like they announce that santa's not real and <laughs> basically just ru- ruin everyone's day in it and the guy santa's sitting there and he doesn't look happy do you know what I mean? He is pissed. And basically, you f- uh, you basically find out that Santa comes for them. He finds where they live and he tracks them down. And he just comes for them one after the other and, like, fucks them up and murders them, like, in fucked up ways, in it, mm-hmm. uh, And films every murder and then posts it on their page. Um, and the guy... Oh... Santa is played by Machete himself, Danny Trejo. Mm. So that just makes it so much funnier. And um, basically, he's not the real. He's not the real Santa. Not like that. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, he's not even the person that was meant to be there playing Santa. He murdered the the actor that was going to play Santa, and then took his place. So that kind of when you look back at it and see him sitting there like talking to kids, it kind of adds like a whole nother level of creepiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where he goes around killing Santas and then taking their place. Um, but after he's murdered all these influencers, uh, when the police turn up and like, they're like investigating the crime scene, he's chopped them up and put their body parts as like baubles on the Christmas tree. Aww. So there's like, <laughs> there's like a foot, an eyeball, like intestines are wrapped around it like tinsel. Do you know what I mean? Like the Christmas tree is decorated with body parts. It's visually like fucked up, but it's, it's, it, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, um, so we watched that. Then we kind of got sucked into it. So it was like, okay, because I think that was episode four. So then we was like, all right, let's go back and watch it from the beginning. So we watched the first two episodes, which are the only two that are kind of connected. It's like a part one and a part two. Um, and this one actually has Jackson in it. Michael Jackson's daughter okay. is in this, and she's kind of like a mean girl, like one of the plastics from from Mean Girls. They play like a prank on this lesbian girl, uh, and it basically it takes place in the house from season one, which is called the Murder House. And anyone that dies in this house, your soul gets trapped there forever. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, after these lesbian girl, after these girls play a prank on the the lesbian girl, she invites them round to her house and then she kills them. Um, and she's got this this gimp costume, which again was a character from the first season. And she wears the gimp costume now and goes around killing. She, she like her eyes like she's possessed, uh, but it's pretty good. Like there's a whole story because because everyone's usually like scared of the ghost. It's interesting to see this girl because she's like quite dark herself. <laughs> she kind of makes friends with some of the ghosts, like this gimp serial killer ghost. She makes friends with uh, another one of the ghosts. Who, uh, she kind of, they become girlfriends, like they're, they're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's interesting. Um, it ends where, because the ghost, that she's in a relationship with is like, rah, let me kill you. And then you'll be here forever with me and we can be together forever. And she's like, no, like, I don't want to die. Like, and even if I did, I don't want my soul to be damned to this place forever. Do you know what I mean? So in the end, the ghost kind of agrees like, okay, I will wait for you 
while you're while you go out into the world because obviously she can't leave the house only one day a year can the ghosts leave the house and roam the earth and that's on halloween so she waits all year for halloween and then on halloween day she comes back and then they spend the day together they go out and do whatever and then when the day's done she goes off into the world and does her own thing and the ghost girlfriend waits for her again and i was like okay that seems romantic and nice but i was like you're she's waiting for you all year and on the day that she can leave that's the day you come back like you could spend you don't have to leave like you could spend any you could come back at any time like halloween is the day she could come to you so basically what all you're doing is hiding from your girlfriend all year until the day comes where she can come and find you and so you're like okay i'll, I'll come and visit now <laughs> see you here like what's the problem so that that just kind of made me laugh like yeah uh but yeah no it's, it's a good show to me all, all, all the episodes get a free piece nice. um but yeah it's it was pretty good all right that's uh, cool. just give me one sec yeah nice uh michael what is there anything you've been watching well i've been watching obviously one-to-one so i'm i want season five of that finishing it off i forgot how amazing i forgot how funny and stupid night um 2000s uh tv shows were the whole storyline and everything like that uh also re-watching dragon ball super boruto naruto just trying to get back into the anime stuff as well okay. but other than that yeah and ooh, the reason why i was also the reason why i was late to the podcast the recording as well today mm. um watched rough of man Oh, now, nice. I wanted to see that. Now, oh, my God. Don't say, don't, don't. Give your oh, rating and move on. Because I, I, I need to see that. I might even put that on next weekend. Look, I am giving that a whole chicken in so mm. many ways. It, it is, it is beautiful. It's a basic Jason Statham, Guy Ritchie film. Nice. Just put it like that. It, it takes you back to old school Jason Statham. Like, you're just like, yeah, okay, we're back. Let's go. Because you know how Jason Statham has changed the way that he has. Normally, normally he's one character. In all these movies, he's one character. But obviously, with the Hobbs and Shaw, he sort of his character sort of, he's you don't see him as just the straight up, uh, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Straightforward. Now it's sort of changed, but he's gone back to that, and it is absolutely amazing. Nice. absolutely amazing and you know what there's a twist in the film and you're just gonna be like fuck you know yeah that's it like, i'm not saying anything else but that is a fantastic film guy Ritchie has done it again nice. from the gentleman from the gentleman to wrath of man i still haven't seen a gentleman i need you to watch seen that. the gentleman oh, no 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 there's something wrong with you now i wish i wish i found like the fifth time this week so, yeah, the I need general, to get into the that. The gentleman was cold. That film is bad. The gentleman was cold. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. But yeah, other than that, I've been watching sports. Obviously, doing just yeah, just trying to build and obviously giving Bloods shout outs in my YouTube in the YouTube channel and everything on the news. So you know, it's it's there. It's just I need companions now. No. Let's say that you got a friend. <laughs> You sounded like Flash from the Justice League just then. Like, I need friends. 
<laughs> All right, T, you back now? Can you continue with your week? Yeah, sorry about that. Watching? Um, so to keep my weird Christmas theme going, um, I watched a film called Three Kings. Three mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's not a Christmas movie at all. It's even less of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. Um, but it is about, well, the titular characters, Three Kings, or you could call them Three Wise Men as well, traveling through the desert with gold. So that's kind of Christmas themed. Um, but it's, yeah, it's called Three Kings, even though there's four main characters, which I think is a fuckery to one of the actors, because basically you've got George Clooney, big, big star, mm. Ice Cube, big star, Mark Wahlberg. Huh? Now that you're mentioning actors, I think I've seen this. I've seen this. You've definitely seen it. Yeah, it's I've like seen this. Three soldiers in the Afghan war. Yeah, yeah, I've seen and, this. And America's withdrawing or Saddam's just signed some ceasefire. And so the 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 Taliban or whatever, they, they literally will not harm an American soldier right now because it would ruin this treaty or this, this ceasefire. So they're exploiting this and they're like, okay, we can go in we know where they've hidden this gold that they've stolen from uh, one of the neighboring countries. Mm-hmm. We can go and steal it back from them. Not only will they not touch us, but America doesn't know where it is. Do you know what I mean? They can't do anything. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a perfect crime. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They can get away with it perfectly. So it's kind of about that. Um, it's, it's a really good movie. I'd give it a free piece. Uh, everyone's good. Even Mark Wahlberg is acting is pretty good in it. Um, but like I said, it's, it's a fuckery for this fourth guy who I don't know who he is. He's some unknown guy. Is but the he's... Spike Jonze guy? I, I don't know, bro. I couldn't tell you. Like it's just Conrad, some guy, like Conrad some random. Vig. Huh? He's the guy that plays like Conrad Vig. I think so. Yeah, Conrad. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Right. and and he's in the movie just as much as any of the other three. If anything. He's probably in it more than Mark, Mark Wahlberg because he, he gets kidnapped for a period of time. So he's out of action. And this guy is there the whole time. And it's like, it's not even like, okay, there's four of them, but he dies like early on. And, and so the main story is the three of them. He's there for the whole film. <laughs> he does die, but he only dies like about 20 minutes, if that, before the end of the film. And he does a lot. And so in the end where they're like, when you've got George Clooney, Ice Cube, and Mark Wahlberg, and they're standing like on the border, and they've managed to free the people and get them across the border, and it's like, okay, that's why they're the three kings. I'm like, nah, you guys are disrespecting the like the sacrifice that that guy made. Like he died for you, you to get across the border. If anything, he is the king. He's more of a king than these three. Well, look, no one told him to. No one told him to kill it, give, give himself up. Yeah, no. true. I mean, a king wouldn't do that. So yeah, he's a dickhead. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you know, you can't you, you can't blame you know. And also, it's Mark Wahlberg, George Clooney, and Ice Cube. Who yeah. cares about the last person? Who cares about the last? Exactly. Exactly. I don't even remember what he looks like, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I just think it's fun. I could picture them like in in the writing room or in a pitch meeting. Like, okay, so. It's called Three Kings. All right, cool, cool. Okay, so there's four guys. Wait, what? Like, yeah, there's four. <laughs> but, but it's called Three Kings. It, but yeah, but we can't call it Four Kings. Like, that's dumb. Like, you know, it's Three Kings. That's a whole thing. But yeah, it's a good movie anyway. I'd give it a free piece. I'd definitely recommend um, 
checking it out if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it in ages, but I remember it just being a really good film. Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, I just I just have a um just came across it randomly. Um so and, and I just thought, yeah, I'd, I'd just give that a try, man. Mm. Um I don't know, the algorithm just threw it out again, maybe because it's called Three Kings and it was Christmas like but yeah, that that just it was a good it was a good movie. Uh what else have I seen? Um I will okay, I'm gonna get through some of these things. So I've finally gotten around to seeing some of the stuff that you've been hounding me to watch. Yes. Um Encanto was one of them. Uh, we've spoken about that. I have also seen Crazy Rich Asians. Finally. Yeah. I watched that with my wife the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had seen it as well before and just like you, she was like, No, you need to watch it, like you'll actually like it. I've been putting it off because didn't seem like my in my from what i could see from it it looked like one of those typical rom-coms and the fact that it was about crazy rich asians like it, it looked like some kardashian movie to me do you know what i mean like yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. rich people so that's why i put it off for so long after having watched it it was a lot better than i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. uh it's still not a hundred percent my thing it still has elements of that rom-com kind of thing like it ends with him chasing her down at an airport yeah so like that's that's a classic rom-com trope uh but it was good like it reminded me i think maybe one of you might have even said this in your review of big fat greek wedding mm. uh so this is basically like my big fat asian wedding um it were the, the cast was really good it had a great cast of, of um asian actors um dr ken uh from he, he was he's like the guy that's in everything like he's in the hangover movies he was in community he was in like all stuff like that he was funny he played aqua aquafina's dad yeah um and obviously aquafina's in it and you know what yeah after having seen um was the marvel movie that she's in shang chi uh, and now seeing this the more and more movies i see aquafina in I start to wonder... Oh, no, she's definitely always the same character, but I start to wonder more and more why we gave her the nickname Aquafina. Yes, Because she's yes. really not. Yeah, like, she's, 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 like, not too rude, but she's kind of gone downhill. <laughs> like, what was that first movie that we saw her that she was absolutely just banging? I don't know. Like, I, I, I can't even... Com- I can't even comprehend her looking... Like, this sounds rude, yeah. Yeah, it obviously <laughs> I can't does sound very rude. Her looking good enough for us to be like aqua finer. Like, I don't know what she looked like was. fucking. She looked like a fucking Japanese like Justin Bieber in in this movie. Like she looked like Ellen DeGeneres. Like she, it, it, <laughs> she looked like some K-pop like <laughs> like Japanese singer. Like it was it was just weird, man. Oh, and what was she? Yeah, she had been in. Uh, I can't remember what the first movie you saw her in, man. Maybe it, was Ocean, it wasn't like maybe, Power Rangers. Maybe was it was like Ocean, Maybe it was Ocean's Eight. No. It was in Power Rangers. Maybe it was Ocean's Eight. Maybe. Maybe, yeah, actually, I yeah. I think she was in right. Ocean's Eight. I think Ma- you're right. Played, yeah. Maybe it was Ocean's Eight, and that's what gassed us on her. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a shame. See. 
Because, yeah, I've been yeah. thinking that, but I've never said it out loud. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you said I'm glad you said she's still, she's still cute, though. But, like, not not, not uh, finer out. You know what I mean? Do you know what? Do you know what it is, yeah? When I watched Raya the Last Dragon, and I thought that dragon and her teeth actually looked like her. Like, wow. that, was the last, that was the last straw. I was like, okay, she, she can't have this nickname anymore. But uh, I think she deserves it now. Like, even, like, ironically. Like, I don't know. I, I, that's just how I say her name. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was good anyway, man. I like the ending. I like, like, the whole thing with, like, that. It was, like, some Chinese, like, domino poker kind of game. Um, yeah, I, like the me- I like how that was, like, a metaphor for their whole relationship between her and her mum. Mm-hmm. Like, she let the mum win the game. But she had won already the whole time. She just hadn't turned her her pieces. Yeah. So that was like a metaphor for the relationship where it's like, all right, I'm letting you win, but just know your son proposed to me. Do you know what I mean? And I'm the one that turned him down. Like, even though I love him, I don't want him to resent me because he said he would leave his family for me because you guys wouldn't accept her. And So after all of that, the mum saw that she truly was selfless and that's what made her accept her and had like this big happy ending. Is it with yeah. parents? Yeah. What is it with parents in these movies? Yeah. Like, they don't ever want to accept the child's choice. Nah. Even although in real saying life. That, although saying that, as a parent myself now, I already know I'm not accepting <laughs> anyone. Like, I'm, 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 I'm going to start hitting the gym. Like, I've got 15 years to train. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to break some, break some legs in the future. So I'm going to start saving my money as well because I'm going to have to get bailed out of prison quite a few times. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would give it a half chicken. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I think it was still too rom-commy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like maybe like a lot, like the way I watch Big Fat Greek Wedding and can relate to it, I'm sure a lot of like Asian people can yeah. watch it and, and feel the same way. So I'm sure they'd get a lot of enjoyment out of it. It was still funny. Like I said, the cast is great. The acting is great. Um, but yeah, it's just not quite my thing. It, 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 it's, I enjoyed it still. It's half chicken, so I enjoyed it, but mm. it's just not quite my thing. Fair enough. Um, what else? So yeah, so while I'm talking about things that I've finally got around to, I've finally finished Alice in Borderland. Wee! Yeah. About time. About time, boy. All right, so this is, uh, this is going to be very interesting because you watched Squid Game before you saw Alice. So yes. which one... Because a lot of people seemed... It seems that whichever one they watch first is the one yeah. they generally prefer. Yeah, and that seems to be the case with me as well oh, only dude. only slightly like slightly like by like a hair do you know what mm. i mean like they are pretty much in my opinion on on level but i think uh maybe because squid game was written to be a live action show and alice in borderland is based off a of manga yeah so it has more kind of mangary kind of tropes and tropes to it do you yeah. know what i mean which Again, I didn't mind. Like, I, I, I liked it. Like, I thought it was good. Like, that whole... The guy with the, with the silver hair looked like he stepped out of an anime. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But, mm. like, I, it was good. Like, and like you guys said, I think it was... I think when I first mentioned I was watching it, I'd only seen the first two episodes. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it's good. 
but it hasn't like grabbed <laughs> me the way Squid Game did. And you lot said, wait, wait till, till episode three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and boy, from episode three, it got me. I binged it. I binged <laughs> the rest of it all night. I've watched all uh, all the rest of the episodes, all eight of them. And yeah, I, I loved it, bro. Like the, the whole twist on hide and seek. When it was explaining when it was explaining the rules, I was like, "But that don't make sense. Like, why would the sheep hide from the wolf if the wolf is the one that wins in the end?" And like that was the whole point. And yeah, like I loved it, man. And, <laughs> and then obviously his friends dying in the end, and then him wanting to him then actually wanting to find them to like make them the wolf so they survive. And now they're genuinely hiding from him, like, and it it's become an actual game of hide and seek, like the way it should be played. Like it, yeah. it, it was really cool how that all unfolded. It was emotional, and, man. And it was emotional. And then the fact that they all actually died, like I, I didn't, I weren't expecting it. I thought that this was going to be a show where all three of them just keep going, but no, nah, man. <laughs> not only his friends, but the female as well. The female but, character that, but you know, was like, go on, go on, yeah. Go yeah, but you know what I found really nice about that? I still remember that whole. I remember the whole series. Like it was like I watched it yesterday. So, the ep- I think it was epi- it's episode two where the friend obviously he can't travel to the next game site because obviously his leg is all yeah yeah messed. but did you see did you see how the woman tr- used her, her 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 ways to get slightly get him inside mm. yeah yeah and then, come, and then as it hits the wolf game the you just hear her goes well I just slept with you because I wanted to get I was like oh yeah oh, okay yeah, that was deep. No, just, <laughs> do you know, like, the funniest game, the one where they had to um, run away from the bus? Yeah, yeah. that was joke. That was me. That was fucking feeling. funny, bro. Like, the, the, bus, the bus was the goal the whole time. Yeah. And they fucking ran past some black panther, like a puma or whatever it was. Like, yeah. They put, that, themselves, was... they put themselves in more danger. <laughs> like, yeah, it was exactly. wild. Yeah, from from episode five though is where it started to lose me a bit again because I kind of lost track of what was going on and how they came to certain conclusions. Mm-hmm. Because in the end of episode four, uh, he says something like, "Oh, we need to find the beach. Every, that's where everyone is. That's where the answers are going to be." And I don't remember where he got that information from. At first, I was like is he talking about actual beach like the seaside or but it was actually talking about like a, a place called the beach mm. or like a little community but i don't remember where he got that information so, from when they're playing the game in the house in the, in the apartment buildings mm. where they have to get to a room and someone's walking around with a gun shooting everyone mm. he overhears it from a group he holds it overhears it from the um one of the uh, one of the members in the game and, okay. like, and then they heard the radio and everything like that. So that's where. Oh, okay. So that makes sense now. Cause then, yeah. Cause then they started watching games from the outside and seeing yeah. like the participants. And one of them had like, like these wristbands or something with locks and keys. And yeah. there was like, f- watch the people with, the- and I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. Like they seem to know what they're doing. So I'm just going to roll with it. The and then. Yeah, and then they found the beach. They found like this building with electricity where the whole yeah. city has none. Uh, I like the beach. I feel like um, 
once it got there and I understood what was going on again, because at first I was like, so are these the people behind the games? But they're not. They're also contestants. They've just created this community, which um, it kind of reminded me from this point onwards, it reminded me of like a lot of like zombie movies or like The Walking Dead, where it's like the zombies are what the show's about. And like in this, the games are what the show's about. But towards the, the, the back half of the show, that kind of takes a back seat to the drama between the characters mm-hmm. and like and what desperation does for hu- for humans who are living in a lawless times like and that was interesting i did like the aspect of it um <laughs> i like the free rules of the beach so the first one was everyone wears swimsuits because you can't hide firearms in that yeah. everyone's allowed you you feel free to drink take drugs have sex like nothing, and I was like, these rules are starting to sound like the Playboy Mansion or something. <laughs> like, everyone wears swimsuits, drink, drugs. Then it was like, rule two is all cards belong to the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, I was like, that's kind of like the Playboy Mansion, like just instead of money, like do you know what I mean, like the but the Playboy bunnies go out and do what they're doing, but he gets all the money. And then um, the last rule was death to the traitors. So I was like, boy, yes. if that's not a rule of the Playboy Mansion, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but, right. Yeah, no, it was cool, man. I, I liked it. Um, I've got a question for you. Go for it. So in the last, I believe it's the second to last episode, yeah. where obviously the game, the game in there is find the witch. Yes. Kill the witch. And all, and all of that, yeah? Mm-hmm. And you see the one of the crazy guys from the uh oh, I can't remember what it, they're sort of from the military, the military section yeah. of the group. That crazy man, yeah, that gets burnt alive, drops off the roof, but he's still <clears> alive. Yeah. What did you think about that bit? Um what, the fact that he survived or that he survived and still came back to try fight? Yeah, I think that was a bit too much. Like he looked like he was burning up like he didn't look like he would survive that and when he came back he looked burnt like his clothes looked burnt and some of them had like melted into his skin but he didn't look as burnt as i would have expected him to look um but i liked it because it gave what's his name um aguni the 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 boss of the militant i liked that kind of story and the redemption it gave him because this whole time you thought he was kind of like the the <coughs> the, the fucker, like the 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 dickhead. Yeah. But he was actually like holding it down, like he was actually keeping the actual dickheads under wraps. And yes. it was actually the Hatter who had gone mad, like the Mad Hatter, which was a nice reference to Alice in Wonderland. Um oh, and speaking of which, I didn't clock it, it only dawned on me in episode seven. Yeah, so out of all eight episodes, it was towards the end of episode seven. I was like, the main character, his name is Arisu. That's Alice. He's Alice. Like, obviously, he's the main character of the show in the way Alice was, but his name, Arisu, that's like how Chinese people would pronounce Alice, right? Mm, Because they they have L's and their R's are like the same, and they add like, a U sound at the end after an S sound, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah. So they would pronounce Alice, Adisu. 
So I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it took me seven episodes to get it. But right, I it's called it. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. But I can't wait. Because I thought, I thought they were setting up the girl. Because yeah. in the uh-huh. beginning, you see her standing on some, like, standing up somewhere high, looking out at the city and all the lasers coming down. So I thought they were saying her up to be the Alice in a way, like, do you know what I mean? But, mm. but yeah, I like, no, the they female, didn't. I, I like the female character. Yeah, the she was cool. Of... I like the way she motivated him. Like he was broken at the beginning of episode four. <laughs> like, just yeah, lying he was in the done, ring. bruv. What did, what, did, what did you be? Yeah, you, of your friends just get your friends have just been. Oh my gosh, I can't, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie though. If that wasn't me in that situation, I'm sorry, guys. I have to live. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. I have. To, I have to try and do something. I just couldn't. <laughs> that it, it just—it's insane. It's mad. Like I can't even comprehend how it must feel to be in that predicament. Like, do you know what I mean? And the the main guy, Arasu, is—he's desperately trying to figure out these games in a way where everyone can survive yeah but some of them it's impossible like they're built for everyone to die like for there to only be one winner and especially like that last one the last two games actually this is this is kind of why it took a bit of a dip in my rating as well is that with squid games every game it was like okay it got to the point where it was like fuck like how are they going to get out of this and then they figure out a way to overcome it do you know what i mean like the whole thing with cutting out the shape when you realize what he's got to do and he's got the umbrella you're like fuck like how are you going to do this and then he solves it by licking it and like do you know what i mean so it, it was smart um resolutions to these problems whereas in this one even though it was still smart the last two i figured out myself and if I can figure it out, then you don't have to be that smart to figure it out. Like the last game in episode, uh, what episode was this? Uh, episode five um, was the light bulb. And I, I, I'd seen this as a riddle before. Do you know what I mean? Basically, there's a light bulb in a room and you've got three switches and you have to guess which switch turns on the light bulb. Mm-hmm. But you can only, and, and see in this version in the show, it was a bit easier than the riddle that I'd heard. Because in the riddle, it says you can only flip the switches while the door's closed. And then when the door's open, you can't touch anything. Whereas in this, it was like you can flip the switches as many times as you want when the door's closed. And when it's open, you can flip one switch once and then that's it. So it was it was a bit different, but it kind of made it to me a bit easier because mm-hmm. I I knew the answer to this riddle. Do you know what I mean? Basically what, what I would have done, shut the door, flick on two switches, leave it for a bit, flick one of them off and then open the door. If the lights on, then you know, it's the switch that you left on. If the lights off, but warm, then you know it's the switch that you had on but turned off because the light is warm. If the light's off but cold, then you know it's the switch that you never turned on. Do you know what I mean? That's the answer to the riddle. Whereas in this, he kind of went about it a bit of a different way because he got that extra switch that you're allowed to do when it's open. 
he did it a bit different, but the actual answer was still feel if the if the light bulb's hot or not. So I was like, okay, like it it didn't like it wasn't like oh wow he managed to figure it out like I don't know how he because I knew what the answer was. So to me, it kind of took a bit away from it. And then the last one as well when they're doing the witch hunt. Um, I was thinking, um, it's, I, I, I said it almost as a joke to myself. I was like, it's going to be something fucked up. Like she killed herself and she's the witch, just in case, just in case. <laughs> and that's what it ended up being that she killed herself. I didn't know that obviously, uh, spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it. I thought I was the last one. I didn't know that obviously she was actually working for the, 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 um, the the dealers of the game and I didn't yeah. know it went all deep like that but I, I called her being the killer herself so again that kind of took a bit away from it but in general all in all I really liked it I can't wait for season 2 yeah um, that guy um, the the boss of the militant guy is a fucking beast he punched a tiger <laughs> like he punched the tiger he just punched yes, it yes yes like, and and it, and it went down it went down and then when in the end when you were saying that guy is it N- Nirigi Nirigi or whatever his name is the guy that um, yes, the one that got burnt on fire uh, oh no not him the, the guy that got burnt on fire and then came back and was oh, like yeah. shooting up everyone again this that the, the leader of the militant guys again is a beast he just jumped in front and took the bullets and then was running towards him, just taking the bullets, taking the bullets, taking the bullets, and then just grabbed him and just took him into the fire. I was like, this that that was a fucking sick redemption. Like, I don't give a damn. Um, but yeah, so all in all, I would give it... Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, I feel like it's a bit harsh giving it a free piece, but it's just my, my personal experience of it. Like I said, a few things... I kind of saw coming, whereas with Squid Game, I I never anticipated what the resolution was going to be, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair enough. Speaking of Squid yeah. Game, they supposedly renewed it for a season three already. Already? Oh, nice. Yeah, and season Jesus. three is out. Like, they, they, yeah. They've got a lot of confidence in this one, boy. Mm. Yeah, bruv, do you know what? Like, the only thing is, I would say the ending of Alice in Borderland was better than the ending of Squid Game. Yeah. Like, when he, like, dyed his hair, like, like he was trying to look like Aquafina from Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like that whole ending, I it's feel like this, this could have just been a one season and then end it. He's got the money, let him go to his daughter. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Just yeah. end it. I don't feel like we needed to continue it. Yeah. Even though I'm happy we are, but with Alice and Borderland, I'm like, no, nah, we need more. We need to figure out who these people are. Where's everyone gone? What's going on here? Like, I want more. Do you know what I mean? So you missed like the most crucial part of Alice in Borderland. What's that? When they find the where the, where the dealers are and they're all dead. Yeah, that was that was interesting you, as well. You kind of missed out on that that most important crucial part of it. That mm. they probably weren't the actual dealers. It's been a while since I watched but, this. They were the dealers because yeah, they, no, that's, that's where the two girls go because they obviously have the girls' phones. They follow the girls' tracks and find out that's where they got permission. They, that's where they sort of became dealers playing the game, mm. sort of sitch. 
No, yeah, that that was that was cool as well. That's what I mean. That whole adds to the intrigue of of where it's going. Do you know what I mean? And um, and then I swear at the very end, like everything turned on, and then like some woman was talking to them. Yeah, you got the king. You got the king card. You got the king, queen, and jack cards. That's it. Yeah, and then all, all the collect. blimps. All yeah, the blimps then, came. Yes, and then that the was the end. Cards. But the yeah, fact that's that it's, it. The fact that it's been pushed back to December 2022, it's like, what the hell? Really? Yeah. It got oh, pushed back to nuts. December 2022, so it's like, what's going on? Yeah, that's nuts. The one, all right, let me put it this way, yeah. My notes are kind of in two sections. I, I have some written on my phone, which episode three and four, my notes were on the phone. And after episode three and four, I've got written whole chicken. But then by the end of the season, like I said, after the, the couple of things, it, it went down by one piece to a free yeah. piece. But episode three, especially, was a f- you guys were right. Like, you had <laughs> hit the nail on the head. Like, episode three that is when it went. Episode it was is a game changer. Everyone, everyone, like, yeah. I think as well, maybe you might have enjoyed it more if you like watched it at its height when you've got people to talk about it with. And, yeah. Because it was like Squid Game, it was like an event. Like, Everyone was watching it. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was tweeting about it. It was like fucking insane. Mm. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Like, I'm looking forward to season two where I can be involved mm. <laughs> with everyone and then yeah, watch it with everyone and talk about it. But definitely worth watching. I'm glad I did. Nice. Um, but it, it led me to another show as well, which I'd been meaning to watch, which I've finally started getting into um, on Netflix called Hellbound. Oh, fantastic for sure. Have you watched it? Oh, I finished it. Oh, you finished it? Oh, I finished it. What episode am I on? I'm probably on episode, I think, three or four now. Let me just double check. Yeah, because I haven't finished it. I'm on episode three. Okay, I'm about halfway through episode three. How many episodes are there? There's like eight. Eight. Okay, yeah. Eight seems to be the magic. Oh, six. There's six episodes. Oh, is it six? Yeah, so I'm I'm almost halfway through. But no, this is my shit like this i'm into this is really good uh again it's based on it's based on another manga as well of the same name um and the designs of these creatures are pretty spot on as well i've seen some images from the manga and it's pretty pretty spot on um so basically hey have you seen do you know what we're talking about this nope i have have you seen the trailers i'm pretty sure you would have seen a clip of they're like these big, these three big kind of muscular, smoky, shadow demon-looking things. And they're chasing down this guy through the streets. And they're just fucking him up. What do you say? Punching him up, scratching him. What's this called? Hellbound. Hellbound. Yeah, Valkyrie. Yeah, so basically what it is, um, these creatures have started appearing. They're like these smoky, shadowy hench like creatures and they just chase people down and body them and fuck them up and rush them like it's their birthday <laughs> and but but like like on the like what you did to <laughs> what is his name who did you fuck up on their birthday was it sam or something i can't remember oh probably. when we was at school ace yeah probably sam anyway um yeah so they fuck people up and then once they fuck them up, they then like put out their hands to them and some bright, bright light comes out their hand and it just burns them and burns them to a crisp. And basically people believe 
that this is this is the work of God. This is God. Uh, oh, well, this is. Um, they get tricked. The people people are being someone uses it as a, to make it a cult. yeah. So there's someone called the chairman who is basically going around and he's saying, okay, this is this is he calls them demonstrations. He's like, this is a demonstration from God. You first you receive the decree, which this face just appears with like these glowing red eyes, and he tells you a time and a date, and oh, says that's when, that's when you're gonna die. And then he says, you are hellbound. Uh, so basically everyone, what it seems like, everyone that has committed sins is getting punished. And this is what, again, what's being, what it seems like, or what the chairman is saying, is that this is God's way of showing us definitively, like, this is what you're going to get in hell. Do you know what I mean? Like, stop sinning or you're getting this. Like, I, I can't be asked anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're all pissing me off. And he kind of develops this cult. So like there are followers of his cult there like, and you don't know, like there are people that work in the police that follow. There are people that work in the hospital. Like you don't know who follows this, this chairman. So you don't really know who's on your side. Who's not. Um, there, there's a detective who's the main character. He is broken. His wife was murdered and the, the killer got let out after six years on a technicality. Man. And so the chairman's kind of using stuff like that as well. Like, is that justice? Like man-made justice isn't good enough. It doesn't work. We need divine justice and that's what's happening. And so he develops a follow Um From what I've just seen, this, this woman, she's a mother of two kids. She gets a decree. The face comes and tells her in four days at 3 p.m. you're going to die. So she goes to the chairman and is like, what do I do? And the chairman's like, let us broadcast it. Let us broadcast it. Let us show the world what happens to, to people who get this decree. And let's prove to everyone, because there are still non-believers out there. Let's show them definitive proof of what's happening. Because like the police are still investigating it like they're murders. And just people just don't believe uh that it, it's God's work and the chairman's trying to convince everyone. Yes. Um, and so he offers her like something like 3 trillion won or whatever their currency is. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, that like, even if I die, like I can leave that to my kids. And so she's happy with that. And like, there's a whole drama around that. Then there's this, like this, this streamer <laughs> who like, I can only describe as a neon witch doctor. And he is like, he's got a faction called the Arrowhead and they're believers of the chairman and what's happening. And um, they, they're kind of getting people to go out and, and attack people for, for who are non-believers. And like, I've just seen a very fucked up scene. Oh, one, one of the main characters and her mom. Okay, yes, 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 you've seen that. All right. Oh we my can, God. Yeah, we, can, we, can discuss, we can discuss that bit. We can discuss that bit. And, like, do you care about the spoilers, Nana? Or should we um, not? I will try and get around. Do you know what? I saw this. I remember actually seeing it. I'm on Netflix now and I remember seeing this in it. And like, I briefly added it to my list and I just never got around to so, watching it. So, so should we, should we carry on? Yeah, or yeah, no? Carry, carry on. I'll, if I get around to it, I'll get around to it. If I don't, I don't know it. I'm sorry, yeah, but that scene made me feel like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. I, sat there, I was like, in a way, yeah, that's what the world would become like. I was like, damn, 
Like, and the fact that the mum was dying, period, of cancer. Yeah. For them to whack her with a base, a metal baseball bat in the back of her head. In the back of her head, bro. It was deep, man. Bro, it was, I ain't gonna lie, it was heart-wrenching. I was just like... And the fact that one of the last things she said was, I just want to die alone. In my my arms. Yeah, my arms. I mean? And then to go out and receive that was fucking deep, man. Yeah, it actually, like... upset me like it angered me like do you know what i mean like it gave me a proper emotional reaction like i was like fuck these guys like up to that point i was like okay the fact that you guys think that anyone that received decrees are sinners hmm. so and, mm-hmm. and you want the world to be a better place and have no more sin I, you're you're being extreme about it you're kind of radicalized but it's coming from a decent place i guess after that scene i was like no you lot are just fuckers like <laughs> how are you gonna beat up an old grandma like i get okay you're you're after the woman because like she's investigating it and she's a non-believer or whatever it is still ex- extremist behavior but fine if you're gonna go for her go for her don't attack her mum. her mum's innocent like her mum didn't do nothing she's some old lady like it was deep man like it was really deep and it was graphic as well you think they care? Nah, I don't care. So, obviously, I can't talk about anything else. But I will just say this to you from now. What happens in the rest of the show, you are literally... But how can I pull it? It's worse you're than li- you've you're, seen. You're gonna, it is worse. You're, <laughs> gonna, you're literally going to go and be like, no, yeah? Fuck this. <laughs> I'm, no. No, yeah. no, no. And basically, all, all I can say is, yeah, you're going to be looking at certain things. You're going you're gonna to be looking at certain things and you're just going to be like, nah, that could never happen. Mm-mm, nope, not to me. No way in the hell is this going to happen. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying to you. So yeah. when, you, when, you, when you see the scene that I'm talking about, because I ain't going to lie, it would, I think it will get 50% of people in this world, which probably more than that. It'll probably scare more than that, especially those that, you know, you, like like people that are ha, have everything or it's, you're just going to sit there. You're just going to be like, right, cool, 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 cool. This ain't happening to that. I can't, you, you, yeah, it's that messed up. But mm. you've, still got, you've still got two episodes before you get to that scene. Uh, and when you I'm, get, I'm probably gonna when you get to that scene. Tonight. Look, when you get to that scene, just mess, just just send me a text, just send me a text message yeah. with three exclamation marks. So I know that you've <laughs> seen what I've seen, and yeah, you know what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I would know, man. But nah, th- this show is so good; it's a whole chicken already for me so far. And I, I, unless it really drops the ball, which it doesn't seem like it's going to, I reckon it's gonna be a whole chicken when I finish this. It, it's so good. Oh, and the whole the whole thing with his daughter as well, the detective's daughter, and how the chairman's kind of using what happened to their mum and like yeah. using that to kind of get her on his side and join the what's it called? The new truth. Yes. And it's it's got like it's giving me death note vibes as well, because like the chairman kind of seems like light talking about this new world with no all the sinners will be punished and it does, doesn't um, it? And then you, you've got the detective who's after him. And like, it, it was giving me Death Note kind of vibes. The fact that it was like saying when and where like people were going to die. And like it, it was giving me hard Death Note vibes. 
mm. which I appreciated because that's like my favorite anime. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, yeah, apart from obviously some of the main event stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's everything I've seen. Right. Cool. Oh no, sorry. One more thing. I just clocked. I don't think you've seen this, Ace, but me and me and Mike have. So we'll talk about this quickly. Oh, don't, don't look up. <laughs> don't look up. All right, hold on. Two seconds. On, two, uh, seconds. two seconds. All right, yeah. and we're back. Don't look up. We say we're back. We recording. Yeah, we're back. Oh, and I don't. Back. Okay. So you guys wanted to talk about Don't Look Up, which I didn't get a chance to see. The movie is two hours and forty six minutes long. Uh, it's getting rave reviews on social media. You lot tell me, is it actually worth it? It is definitely worth it. It is a really, really good film. The the cast is great. Leonardo DiCaprio, Lauren, um, Lauren, what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill. Um, yeah, the cast is really good. Uh, it's definitely a reflection of reality of society and in this same situation it, i can see it going down exactly this way in real life um it's it's a metaphor for kind of i guess consumerism media um celebrity um idolization um, the distrust in the government, just everything that's going on at the moment is is kind of mentioned in this movie in a, in a very uh, executed in a very good way. Um, so basically, the the concept of this movie is two scientists, um, uh, astronomers Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, they discover a meteor is on its way, heading directly towards Earth the size of like a mountain, something like six to nine miles wide. And it, it's an uh, uh, extinction level event. Like it's going to wipe out the whole world mm-hmm. and it's going to hit in six months. And they try to tell the government, they try to talk to the president, but the president is in the middle of an election. So she doesn't want to bring up any news that's going to panic anyone. So she's like, all right, let's just leave this for now and we'll come back to it and she's like they're like but there's a fucking meteor on the way like the longer it takes us to react the less likely there is we're going to be able to do anything about it and it's just this constant wall that they keep coming up against where they're trying to make the world see how important this is and like they even go on on one news um, station to, to kind of like give an interview and explain what's going on and it just so happens that on the same episode, just before their segment, um, Ariana Grande is on there and she's talking about her breakup with some DJ. And then the DJ comes on live and FaceTime them and they, they get back together and he he proposes to her. And like the internet blows up, like everyone's on Twitter and Facebook about it. Everyone's chatting. And then they come on and talk about this meteor that's on its way to hit Earth. And, like, the viewership goes down. No one's talking about it. No one cares. It becomes a joke. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. they make memes out of them. And, like, it's not taken seriously at all. And, it, like I said, it's like a, a, a metaphor for the real world. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can see, like, 
look at this whole covid thing like it gets to the point where people don't even believe the meteor is real like it's a hoax there's no meteor on the way same way people think there's no covid you know what i mean or same way like all these conspiracy theorists so it, it was really interesting to watch um there there's this constant like every now and again you'd get this quick little montage of people and animals from around the world like reminding you just what's at stake and how diverse life really is on this planet and i thought that was a nice little touch like it just kept reminding you what we're what we what we can lose do you know what i mean um uh but yeah like i i, I don't know what much more to say but i'm gonna keep it short and sweet on this one right. um what would you rate it I would give it a free piece. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, I give it a, a free piece. I wouldn't quite give it a whole chicken. Maybe because my expectations were up because of the reception it was getting, and then I found out um, Adam McKay wrote and directed it, and he made some of my favorite comedies like Step Brothers and Talladega Nights. A lot of stuff with um, with Will Ferrell. Yes. He directed as well, and Step Brothers to me is one of the best comedies ever made. So when I found out it was him, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? I don't like Step Brothers. I'm not really? Lie. I find I, it stupid. I generally I, find it I stupid. I love it because it's stupid. Like, <laughs> that's why it's funny to me. But yeah, maybe, again, like it's like, it's the same thing with um, uh, Last Night in Soho. Like, my expectations are so high because of the director that even though the movie was really, really, really good, like, yeah. it wasn't as good as I know they can be. Do you know what I mean? Fair in enough. my opinion. Fair so, yeah, enough. so for me, it's a free piece. I'd give it a whole piece, just just because that it symbolises the, the world. Mm. It, 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 it basically, I didn't even know who the director was. I didn't know what the correlations were. So I just watched it off the back of not knowing anything about it, just not knowing who directed it. All I knew is who was in it. But for me, it was, it symbolized the world. It symbolized how stupid people can be. Like, even though you see the facts, like government will deny the facts just because it's not by their people. And then their own people, and then when people actually lie about it, they still, it's it's just like, okay, cool. And then the Tyler Perry and I can't remember the female, um, oh yeah, what, what her part, who, what she like that bit. It basically it is just sort of like the news where it's like right, we're gonna try and make everything sound happy, regardless if it's terrible news, if it's yeah. if it's the worst news in the world, we're gonna still make it sound very very exciting and happy. And mm. and you're just like, what on earth is going on in this show? Yeah, like although I do I do love well. There was parts where you see she hired obviously she hires her son as one of her main um people and John, mm. jo- Jonah Hill is such a prick in this film. Such a prick. He's oh such he is such a prick in this film. It's unreal how much of a this prick is, like, he is. The, this is the the peak. Like he plays a prick in a lot of his films, but this is peak. This is top not top, top not notch prick. Right. This is this is in the White House Jonah Hill prickage. Like, like this is untouchable prickness. Like, like and then and then what makes it funnier is that she you, are you gonna watch it? Yeah, I will watch it at some point. Do you care about spoilers? Nah, not really. Go on. So it, it's basically like people will listen to the rich people. 
So if there was an asteroid coming to the Earth, basically, it's basically saying, oh, if Jeff Bezos says, oh, we can use we can use my technology, we can break down the meteor before it hits the atmosphere, and we can use we can use what the, the material on there, and we'll become trillionaires, billion, yeah. like quadrillionaires, and people will be like, there's a bit where they have a promotion like, oh, if when we break up this asteroid, there will be millions of jobs available. People are like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, what the hell are you people doing? Are you gonna have a job with that? But yeah, it's it's just funny. Jonas Jonah Hill's a mama's boy. Listen to his mum. Yeah, I feel like even getting to that bit where because yeah. basically halfway through the movie, the the resolution is there. Do you know, like they could have they ended the, the crisis. They do it. They launch <laughs> the spaceship that can save the world, and they launch all these things. They're basically going to cause an explosion in space that's going to knock the meteor off course and it's going to miss Earth. Crisis resolved. It's done. The lock. The rocket was going and then literally all of a sudden it starts turning around and heading back like you know like when you're on a road trip and the kids are in the back causing a mad and you're like i'll turn this car back around you know that's basically what happened the and jeff the reason bezel, the jeff bezel type comes into the room and they change everything changes yeah. from there and he basically breaks it down like micah just said like they've discovered on this meteor there are precious metals and stuff and he owns like a, a mobile phone company or something or some kind yeah. of communications company Basically. so he could use those resources and it would make them trillions hundreds of trillions of dollars and so rather than do the plan as it was originally planned he plans to let the meteor get into the atmosphere and explode it so that rather than one big meteorite here in earth it's loads of little ones which happens all the time that's manageable but it's a risk like and he's potentially going to make all these people so much money they're just blindly following him he's not having any type of peer review so no other scientist is getting a chance to double check his maths or his science to make sure that it's going to go down the way it should and again spoilers but in the end that mission fucks up like it, it doesn't work well, and it doesn't me be the funniest way ever yeah, oh, it, it's so jokes the way it all starts falling apart and like you see the guy start sweating like he tries to put on this really smiley soft-spoken voice and really positive but you can see in his eyes like he's shitting himself he knows he fucked up and the world is done and so he's like i'm just gonna go to the toilet and then he just walks out the room and then the president's like i'm also going to the toilet and then they go and they jump on some spaceship that basically takes them off the planet and and they've discovered they, some next they go to the, uh, they go, that's still sort of like earth but mm. obviously more primitive as well and shit like that but also i have to admit there, there's a there's a story there is a, another story in this in this in this film that makes you wonder what actually happens when people find the little bit little bit of fame yeah that's true the Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, you you see the changes in him, like instantly. Once mm. everyone everyone on online and everything starts like Mr. Hot Scientist and yeah. whatnot, and then everything just changes. Like mm. che cheats on his wife of God knows how many years, and yeah, it, it's it's just, it's a really good film that like, you will enjoy it when you watch it. You really I, will I like enjoy it. I like the emotional um, resolution to this as well. And I, like you say, yeah. he cheats on his wife and all of that. But at the end, when it's all said and done, 
That's the, two, the two scientists are like, fuck it, like it's too late. There's nothing we can do. <clears throat> Rather than running around scrambling and fighting people to get something done, let's just enjoy our time together while we still have it. Do you know what I mean? And they all sit down and have dinner together. His wife takes him back. He like begs for her forgiveness and knows he fucked up. And they just sit down and have dinner together. And then literally, as the meteorite is coming into the atmosphere, you see everything start shaking. Like, and earthquakes happening and firing. They're trying to ignore it and like act like it's not there and just keep this normal conversation going <coughs> yeah. into their last moments. And then like this fucking right. wave of explosion just takes them out and the whole world is fucked. Like, the world ends in the end of this movie. It's not a happy ending. Did you guys yeah. watch the end credits scene? Suppose there's an end credits scene that a lot of people are missing. Yeah. I hated it. It was, uh, it, it, again... Did you see it? Yeah, so basically... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The world is fucked. Potentially, there could be survivors, but we only see one, and that's Jonah Hill. So when the president, as we said, Jonah Hill is the president's son. So when she's like, oh, I just have to go to the toilet and then runs and gets on that spaceship, she just leaves her son behind. Like, she doesn't even care. Someone has to remind her. Someone's like, what about your son? And she's like, oh, shit, yeah. And he's still sitting in the room waiting for her to come back from the toilet. Mm. So that's funny. But then in the end, the post credit scene shows him, like, climbing out of some rubble. And somehow he survived. And he says, like, th- it was dumb because he gets out his phone and he starts filming himself. And he's like, hey, what up, guys? Last man on the earth here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And I was like, that joke's a bit cheap, but do you know what I mean? And, I, and it's annoying that of all the people, like, I was hoping, when I saw the rubble, I was hoping to see Leonardo DiCaprio or Impossible. someone good get out, but it was there was no way. The way that explosion took them yeah. out, like, they was finished. So, and it just shows as well, like, like, there's no justice in the world. Being a good person doesn't mean you're going to survive. It doesn't mean nothing. Like, most of the time, it, are, it is the pricks is the rich people who have access to these things that are going to survive. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought it was a, a very cool message delivered in a very, a yes. very Traumatic, interesting way. way. Yeah. Like, did you see, like, obviously when the, um, um, when the meteor hits or is about to hit and you, do you see the rooftop bar? The, do you see the rooftop bar? Oh, so yes. And over the sea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had so to rewind got... it. I had to rewind I had to rewind it. I was like, hold up, did I just see what I think I saw? I'm gonna actually look at I'm like, rah, that really was what I think it was. It really was an orgy on top of the like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Everyone was going nuts, man. People were looting, people were fucking, people were doing everything, man. And then even you have the two hosts of the news station, they're in the bar. And they're like, all right, well, we're all about to die. What should we do? Should we keep drinking? Should we fuck? Like, what, what should we do? Like, <laughs> but, yeah, man. No, it's good, man. It's a good film. Definitely also, recommend also it. Also, what was slightly annoying was the, the when they got onto the ship, majority of the people on the damn ship were old. Yeah, and they were all old, rich people. And yeah, it, like the, old, rich the, men. I was like, what the hell? Again, like, the, again, this is how much it... Um, reflected the real world like we just watched death of 2021 and in that there was a section where rich people were getting into spaceships and going out into space and stuff and the same exact thing happens in this movie like all the rich people and the tragic part of it is 
they found this new world that they can start again, a fresh start. But all the people they've taken are the people that fucked up this planet. Like, yeah, it was a meteor that ended up killing us, but there was like, um, like um, the, the, the ozone layer, like the global warming, greenhouse effect, um, fossil fuels, all of this stuff. And a lot of the people you see as it's going across their pods, they're the ones that are, are the control of the those companies. companies. See, like um, oil companies and this companies, and and it's like, well, you guys are just gonna fuck this, this planet up now. So mm. rather than taking scientists and actual good people, you've taken rich like oil tycoons and businessmen and like the worst kind of people. And the the the, the, the thing that made me laugh though, remember at one point the, the guy was like, um, oh, our um, uh, what's it called? Our algorithm is so smart. I it can tell you what you're, what you're going to die. Can tell you when and how you're going to die. Yeah. And the president asked him, like, "How am I going to die?" And no, it's no, like, she saw it and she was like, "But what is?" She asked, "What is?" Yeah. The, um, it said something like, "You're going to get eaten by a brontorock." She's like, uh, she's like, what's a brontorock? And he's like, we don't even know. Like, I don't know what that means, but that's how you're going to die. And then when they end up on this new planet the president woman sees this creature and goes up to it like, oh, what a beautiful creature. And then it eats her. <laughs> and then someone's like, "Raw, what the fuck is that? And the guy's like, I get that. I guess that must be a Brontorock. Like, but then you've got, <laughs> but then what makes it worse is that you've got a bunch of them that are surrounding the humans. Oh yeah. Like, well, I guess that's not going to survive then. That's fucked anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So, so it's fucked, man. Yeah. But it was good, man. It was a dark, like dark humor movie, but it, it was, it was so so well written definitely man. but um but yeah so that that is me done man that's me done we've just got the two main event right. left cool let's start with boba fett um yeah it is the little is it what? like what? you're breaking up hello can you hear me yeah, yeah I said I, I don't know how to describe it. is this like a, is, oh, let me try that again I was gonna say is this like an entree because like this is basically tying us over to Mandal- Mandalorian season 3 it is I think it's before I from what I'm what I'm what I've been told I think it's before Mandalorian before he loses his seat before he loses his seat so you know how he doesn't he's not like the leader of like you know how he's not the leader when he's in Mandalorian? He's not really, like, this big, big shot. Like, he doesn't have control over, like... He doesn't have control over certain things. Wait, like, he loses he loses his um, gun and loses his spear and helmet and all that. Oh, yeah, but this is, it's, 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 it's flashing back and forth between what oh. happened before and what's happened currently. Oh, yeah, I guess it is definitely washing us over until Mandalorian comes in. Yeah, but there's a, there's normally a, a, a word that you use. It's not like an appetizer. There's anyway like a filler. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So not really. I not don't know. Really there's two filler, ways of looking at it because the Mandalorian blew up. Like that is probably the hottest property in Star Wars right now. Is the Mandalorian? Mm-hmm. So the popularity of that character is is high right now. But Boba Fett as a character is like the Mandalorian. Do you know what I mean? Like that is the guy. He is the the top bounty hunter. He's like one of the most popular characters of Star Wars ever. So originally, when the Mandalorian came out, it was like, okay, this is kind of like a replacement for a Boba Fett series. Rather than getting a Boba Fett series, we just get the Mandalorian. 
now that the popularity of the Mandalorian is so high, now that we've got a Boba Fett series, like you said, it it feels like we're just being like like this will keep them happy until season three. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But this is Boba Fett we're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Like this is his story, and like you said, it, it's it seems to be taking place in two time periods. One directly uh, after the events of Empire Strikes Back, I think it was, where he fell into the Sarlacc pit. And so you see him get out of that. You see uh, Genosa, which we saw a lot of in Bad Batch, so it's cool to see that again in live action. Um, You see flashbacks to uh, Attack of the Clones, where um, young Boba Fett was holding the helmet of of his father, Jango Fett. So there's like a lot of Star Wars imagery, like very early on, like it hits you with that nostalgia hard, but it, it's not like nostalgia porn. Like it's just like, this is just the setting. Do you know what I mean? This is where he is. This is what he experienced. It doesn't seem forced. It seems like this is how it actually happened. Like the way he got out of the Sarlacc pit, I thought was pretty cool the way he took the oxygen from the stormtrooper, breathed a little bit of it and then used it to, to for, for his fire and then burnt his way out, which also explained why his skin was all burnt. fucked up and burnt. See, uh, but then obviously... His, I, I, I took his skin being fucked up and burnt just from him being lying in the desert for that long. Not necessarily... Yeah, burnt. there's that as well. That like It was a lot of things, but did you notice in the present after he got out of the, what's it called? Back to tank or whatever, like the recovery pod, mm. he looked a lot better. Like his skin was a lot better than it yeah, was yeah. in the, in the flashback scenes. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a nice, like little continuity world building kind of thing. Um, I liked how you see the Jawas steal his armor. Um, and then that kind of, I mean, I don't know if that gets resolved until, we saw him in the Mandalorian, do you know what I mean? And he gets his armor back. So oh, we see yeah. how it gets taken in the first place. What are you going to say? It'd be nice if they showed like a bit of Mandalorian when, when he takes it, when he gets it back. And then yeah. that would be, that would be kind of cool. But mm. I don't know if they'll do that. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of just get the feeling they're going to show before and after. Like, if you want to fill in the gaps, you can watch Mandalorian. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. this is like, this is how he got from where we know his last moments of being swallowed by the Sarlacc pit, how he got from there to where he was in the Mandalorian. And then at the same time, showing us what he's now doing after now that he's like, he's the, the, the boss of the, of the ends himself. Now he's taken the place of Jabba the Hutt. So that was pretty cool as well. Seeing everyone come and like pay tribute and stuff was pretty cool. Um, and the, the pig gods seeing their loyalty and hiring them as his gods and they prove themselves to be loyal, man. When, yeah. when they was getting attacked and they just came and backed it, boy, I was like, yeah. But you know what I didn't like, like about that scene? Yeah. So he just said that, uh, whether her name is like a fine assassin. Yeah. And then that scene with her surrounded, she was just getting punched up. Like she was just hmm. getting zapped and like not doing anything. I was just like, at least, like, even though Boba Fett was in the same situation, he was trying to fight back. You just see in the background her just constantly just getting zapped. Yeah. I feel like the the actor that's playing Boba Fett, I feel like he's a bit, not old, but he's a bit past 
like, and he's a bit out of shape. And I guess it matches. It matches the character because the character is like old and past it now as well. Mm-hmm. But the actor, his action scenes, considering he's meant to be Boba Fett, he's meant to be like the sickest bounty hunter. Like he's meant to be better than her, essentially, in a way. Mm. But because the actor can't perform the action scenes as well, in that scene where both of them are on screen at the same time, she kind of has to, the actress kind of had to dial it back a bit to be like, okay, yeah, we're both in trouble here. But then as soon as he sent her off on his own and was like, yeah, go get them. And then they was doing the whole parkour scene and stuff. Yeah, I love that. And had their own little action scene on the roof. Mm. She was on point. Like she was sick. And so I think it was literally just when they're on screen together, she can't outshine him. So she has mm. to dial it back a bit. I that makes sense. That. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I hear that. But I mean, th- it, this was directed by Robert fucking Rodriguez. Like, and you can tell from the action, from the kind of like Western kind of Desperados kind of influence it has. Like when he was tied and being led through the desert. Like, that looked straight out of, like, one of those spaghetti western movies. Mm. And, yeah, man, it was pretty cool. Mm. Um, But, yeah, so what what would you guys rate it for the first episode? Has it gripped you? Is it? Are you excited for the rest of the season? How has it got you? I don't think I'll be gripped until like episode two. After yeah, watch, and it was I, I probably sh- have to rewatch episode one before episode mm-hmm. two just to really. And it was yeah. a short episode as well. I feel like they should have done the Marvel and dropped like two episodes at once, or have the first episode be a bit longer. Um, I didn't. Yeah. Love, I didn't love it. Like, if I was to give you a score right now, saying like only a half chicken. Like okay. it was all right, but like it, I, I need a little bit more razzle dazzle. Like again, maybe that will come as we go along. But like um, the whole talking scene with the tributes was a bit boring, and like you know, yeah, mm. I, I need more in it, and I'm I'm pretty sure we will get more as you I know. Feel like I feel like people like someone like like Martin, for example, who knows a lot of the Star Wars lore mm-hmm. would probably find more in this episode. Like, yeah. like you said, that scene where people are paying him tribute, you found it a bit boring. Whereas someone who knows the, the, the characters and stuff like in Star Wars, everyone is a fucking character. Yeah. Like, and everyone has a backstory. And so when, when that lizard guy came in and Boba Fett was like, huh, like, I used to work for him. Mm-hmm. Like, someone like Martin may even know who that character is. And yeah. like, there might be a whole story about Boba Fett used to work for him. So that's like a nice little, I don't know, Easter egg there. Whereas yeah. for like people like us who don't know who yeah, aren't that sure. deep in it, yeah. we're just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, fair enough. Yeah. But um, like, for example, the opening scene of him breaking out of the Sarlacc pit, I thought it was great. I thought that was a great scene. And I was like, well, finally, like, because like I've heard stories, like there's been stories in the comics. I haven't read them myself, but obviously I know that Boba Fett was meant to have survived that, but we've never seen it in live action. And I thought it was done very well, but people who have read the comics and know the story were disappointed because there was like, after all this time waiting to see it in live action, it's just breezed past in the first few minutes of episode one. It was done in like 45 seconds. Yeah. So I get that complaint. But to me, 
I was like, okay, cool. Like we know he survives that. We've seen that. Let's see what happens now. That that's the story I'm interested in. Do you know what I mean? Like seeing him stuck in a vagina monster, <laughs> like trying to break out, ain't that interesting to me. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. Michael, what what would you rate this so far? I'll probably rate it the same as you. Half chicken, yeah. Half chicken. Not, it, it's not as exciting as it should be. Like, it's Star Wars for crying out loud. Like, the first episode should have a bang. Like, yeah. Mandalorian, the first episode of the Mandalorian, it had a bang, but this one just didn't have... It didn't have anything to make me feel like, oh, okay, let's uh, watch the next one. So it just had me like, uh, I could wait for the whole thing to be out, and then yeah, I'll watch even, it all. Even the ending all, was all, just... All that one. Even the ending was just like, oh, back to the 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 medi medi tank. Like, there was no like. Oh, don't, what's don't, you, don't you think it was? Did anyone else get a bit of a weird kind of like Assassin's Creed kind of Matrix vibe? Whenever he got into the tank, that, that's when he started having dreams yeah. about about the past. Uh, but it had like when he got into the tank, it had like this green kind of digital like matrix kind of hue over it before it kind of leveled out to natural colors yeah you noticed that i noticed that on the second time he went back into on the it. second time yeah. yeah it just kind of reminded me of because obviously it's just the uh healing tanks so it just kind of reminded me a little bit of dragon ball z when they're dragon ball z in, yeah <laughs> in those tanks in it um what about that weird lizard Goro monster in the yeah, desert? What the fuck was that? Like, the that did not look very Star Wars to me. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I might be out of place. It might be a, an alien that's, you know, predominant in the ta- Tatooine or wherever they were. But it just looked <clears> like an, a slightly yeah. out of place monster to me. Like, it just didn't, that monster just didn't feel very Star Wars. Like, I know that's weird to say. Mm. I just don't know. It just, I don't know. It didn't seem out of place to me. I, it was all right, and I like the design of it that he could stand up on two legs, and then he's got four arms. But then he can also go down, and he kind of looked almost like a centaur. Yeah, that's, and was that's like on four legs, like that. That aspect of the design of the creature, I thought, was pretty cool. Like it was clearly well thought out. What was it needed? I wasn't impressed. Well. It wasn't is it, needed. Is it, needed? It, 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 it progressed the story in that it it gained him respect with the with the Tuscan yeah, Raiders. I would have preferred that he gained respect from the Tuscan Raiders. That when he was trying to escape, he just didn't kill the little boy, and now the little boy is making them go dig for water berries. Like, I didn't, uh, I don't oh, I, li- I like that as well, though. That kind of because there's always been this whole thing about um, moisture farming, but we've never really seen what that means. But so I thought that was pretty cool to see. Like, I guess this is the moisture farming. Like, they're in a desert and they're digging for so buried in a desert. There's these little balls full of water. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like he didn't kill the child, and now the child's like using him as a slave to do the wool farming. I was like, and, and then the other alien making up that noise so that he couldn't escape was just like, what? oh, what a fucking dickhead. That was confusing to me. I, yeah, I didn't quite get that. Mm. It was interesting. Yeah, it's uh, to me it was a decent start. It, like you said, it didn't quite grab me the way Mandalorian did. Um, the some of the fight scenes were a bit lacking, mm-hmm. but I think that's just the limitations of the actor himself. Uh, but yeah, all in all, I, I'd give it 
yeah, maybe a half chicken as well. But I think it has potential, hopefully, to to get a lot better. Mm. Especially if Robert, I hope Robert Rodriguez is directing the whole sh- series. That would be pretty cool. Do we know how many episodes um, this is? I'm not sure. No, hmm. I'm not sure. I like how they're calling the episodes chapters as well because it's the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, they do that with Mandalorian. I can't recall. They may honest. have actually. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I think they do that with the Mandalorian as well. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's it's, it's 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 a whole Star Wars section because in a sense it's chapter one, book one, um, Star Wars, A New Hope. Like I think it, I think it's just a Star Wars thing that they're just going to call it chapters anyway, mm. regardless if it's a TV show or not. Fair That's enough. pretty cool, actually. I didn't think about that, but yeah, the, all the movies are called episodes, like it's a TV show or something, and all the yeah. psh, and all the sh- TV shows have been called chapters. That's been quite interesting. Well, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thought. It'll be great. To, look, it'll be great to see how they plan out the rest of this, and if it got leads into the Mandalorian. No, it and. It, it is, it's also it's also interesting to see if because I'm not sure when the next Marvel TV show starting, but then are they gonna have this running alongside the nah, Marvel stuff? They will let they will see, let this see how they see how they're gonna work. No, nah, they're gonna let this finish before they start the next one. So it'll be interesting. No, nah, they'll def they'll definitely finish this up and then start whatever's next. Oh, oh I. G- <laughs> I want to say She-Hulk next, but I could be way off base. No, it's um. Hold up, let, let, I'll find out in a sec. Let, let's go on to the next. I uh, think it's, I think it's Ms. Marvel next. Ms. Marvel. Okay. Ms. Um, Marvel, then She-Hulk, I think, or Moon Knight. One of those three. No, nah, I feel like Moon Knight's Wait. much later. Hold up, is it Moon Knight? Those, um, are, those are the three that have been filmed. Don't yeah, we we discussed this last week. Okay, we've forgotten already. I I came out with it. Um, so it's. Secret Invasion. A Secret Invasion first, apparently. Oh, really? Did you not hear the yeah. rumor that they're bringing? They might bring back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back for Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they will have to um, if they're going if they're going to do no, what we think they're going to do. Then I I think that I think you're confused. I think they said they would come back for Secret Wars. Oh, sorry, my it's bad. It's a different story. Yeah. Okay, my bad. What? Secret Wars. Secret Wars is the one with like a multi-dimensional like battle universe. <clears throat> so that would make sense if Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield came back. Oh, Oscar Isaac's yeah. playing Midnight. Yeah, you didn't yes. know that. Interesting. There's a trailer, bro. There's a trailer. Look at the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer. It looks, it looks sick. Bro. It looks I actually haven't seen it. So it's either Midnight, but I don't know why it says Secret Invasions for this. It says online that Secret Invasions is still being filmed. So it's either Miss Miss Marvel's um, Moon Knight or She Hulk, but I think it might be it might be She Hulk. Wait, I'm I'm hearing that um, Jessica Jones is now no longer going to be making an appearance in She Hulk. So that's one of the rumors that got thrown out there um, last. Oh, week. really? Because obviously with Daredevil and um, Kingpin being being made canon. MCU, uh, there was meant to be a chance that she was gonna, Jessica Jones was gonna appear. That would have made sense actually, because apparently Daredevil is gonna be in She Hulk as well, mm. and Jessica Jones is um, like a private detective, isn't it? So yeah. that would have yes. made sense if she could have crossed paths with her as well. It could have been. Yeah, you have not. They, they they could do at some point. Like they easily could do. But yeah. at the moment, yeah, it's no. If it's a no, then I'm gonna, it's kind of upsetting because I think out of the Marvel shows, it was Daredevil first. No, 
<sighs> Daredevil first. I'd say Punisher and Jessica Jones second. Luke Cage third, and then Iron Iron Fist can just be thrown in the bin. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I that's how I would have thought about it. But I guess if they're not gonna read, if they're not bringing her in, then that means they're they're looking just to scrap the whole Jessica Jones section of it. Wait, we'll have to wait and see in it. But um, yeah, T, any last things you want to say on Star Wars? No, no, I'm done. I'm cool. Can move on. Cool. Uh, anyone else other than me seeing the Kingsman? Just you. I have. I've seen it. You've seen it as well, yeah? I yeah. Listen, yeah. This movie got me my feels at the beginning. All right, so spoiler, spoil, spoilers for anyone that's not seen the Kingsman um, that's listening to this. Yeah. When they killed a mum, I was in my feelings. I was like, oh, that's quite sad. Then they, you know, the story progressed. And we saw the guy Conrad get older, and I was like, "Okay, cool." I was like, "Ah, oh, it's gonna be about him about him becoming the Kingsman, isn't it?" And then, like, obviously, very quickly, I thought I I clocked that Rasputin wasn't gonna be the big bad, but it still surprised me that they killed him like so early in the movie. So that Rasputin's was like, "Eh." By history, look, Rasputin's meant to be the hardest man to ever kill. And in this year, I'm telling you now, he is a hard, hard man to kill. That was one. That was probably the best fight scene of this movie. Oh, it was friggin' amazing! Like the whole like ballerina effects and the music. Oh, the music that accompanied the fight scene was so sick. I yeah. Do you know who that was playing Rasputin? No. Reese Reese Ethans Reese Ethans whatever his name is. He played the lizard in Amazing Spider Man. Swear down. Wear down. Just, I had no idea. No. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? That is wild. Hey, so you can't act then, isn't it? Because <laughs> his acting in this was phenomenal. But um, yeah, the, everything to do with Rasputin was absolutely amazing. Like, and up to that point, yeah, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I really want to give this movie a whole chicken. Yeah, but it's not really done anything too amazing for me yet. Yeah. So I was like, it's sitting at a nice free piece, isn't it? Yeah. Then we got the whole war scene, yeah. And I was like, no way. Because I assumed Conrad was going to be like the focal point of the story going forward. And then they just killed him. And I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, like. And the way he died was fucked, bro. After going through all of that. Yeah, like you, I, I started to see it coming. Yeah, the moment the guy when the moment he said his name, I was like, Oh, he's fucked. He should have just yeah. said his real name. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but so, but the moment he said that, I was like, He's fucked it. And then they did that. Yeah, then another thing that I absolutely loved. Yeah, I did not see the big bad coming. Like, and you know me, I like to, I pride myself on predicting like who's going to be the overall villain, like who's going to reveal. But then it didn't happen. And, I, and yeah. when they revealed it, I was just like, no. It, it got me as well, you know. And I, I think they did a smart thing here. Yeah? I think they kind of played on our expectations. Mm. Because... They did it with the trailer. In a similar way, you see how, like, when you watch, like, crime shows, like, I don't know, like, Sherlock or Poirot or even, like, CSI and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The, the killer of the episode is always the person who's the special guest. Yeah. Whoever the biggest actor is that they've brought in just for this episode, he's the killer. Mm. And so in this movie, 
um, that scene that you just said with Conrad, he, the reason he's on the battlefield is because he swapped places. He swapped identities with a Scottish guy. Yeah. Who was played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, Kickass. Yeah. So th- oh. this is also. Yeah. So when I saw him, as soon as I saw he was Scottish, I was thinking, you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy because the bad guy's Scottish. We never see his face. We see you. You're Scottish. And considering you're such a big actor, you've done nothing in this film. <laughs> it's true. You've done nothing. He did nothing you, in this film. He did nothing. He did nothing. <laughs> So that's why I was like, he's the bad guy. He has to be. There's no way they brought him into this movie just for Conrad to take his place and him to come and tell Conrad's dad that he took his place. That's all he did in the movie. <laughs> that's so true. He did so cool. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't even put that was kick-ass, you know? Yeah, that was kick-ass. No, that's mad. That's why I was like, they, there's no way they got such a big actor for this such this small role. So I was like, he has to be the bad guy. So that... That threw me off even more. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. When it turned out it wasn't him, I was like, oh shit. And then when I thought to it was, I was like, oh shit. Like, okay, movie, you did that well. No, I, I like I said, I loved it. And like, okay, the one thing I did hate, yeah, was the fucking goat stabbing him in his leg. Hello? That was dumb. I hated yeah. that. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, that was dumb. I hated the goat stabbing the guy. I got it. You know, you know why it was dumb? Because Digimon was right there. He was right there, and I was annoyed because he was what he was the hard. He was my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, Merlin. he was hard, and obviously the way he, he was Merlin. His sword play, everything like he was the doctore of this of this movie. Yes, I thought the same thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I literally was watching. I was like, if they cast the doctore right now, this would be the guy. <laughs> like he is actually, and also, I, and I also while I was watching, I was like, when did we start calling him Digimon Hansi? Because <laughs> I just remember like we could probably around the same time we came up with Aquafina. Yeah, like, I, I just can't remember the origins, man. Uh, but yeah, I was just like, I, I hated that. I, I absolutely hated that. And, and you're right. Like, literally, Merlin could have just come and just stabbed him. Yeah. And, and the thing that's annoying is like, when it came to the final like fight, it was like, it was, it was the Kingsman, Oxford, and the Scottish uh, guy. Merlin. Oh yeah, and the, and the Scottish guy. So there was three of them. So it was like two against one, and I was like, okay, I know what's going to happen. The black guy is going to die, <laughs> and then it's going to the two white guys are going to have the final fight. Yeah, and then what happens? Digimon jumps in front and takes the the last blow bullet. or whatever. The bullet takes the bullet. The, takes the bullet. Oh yeah, from the secret like the, that, the sword that, yeah, gun. That sword which gun was and so when he took the bullet, I was like, of course, great, good job, movie. You <laughs> fucked up. You just <laughs> fucked it. I was like, he's dead now. Let the white guys fight. Great. Good job. <laughs> and then the white guys fought and then he's hanging off the cliff or whatever, or whatever is about to happen. And I'm like, okay, now is your chance movie for redemption. Make Digimon come back and save him. Yeah. And no, a fucking goat saved him. <laughs> a fucking goat. While Digimon's lying on the floor in the barn, this goat saves him. Mm. I was like, that's shit. And then two seconds later, Digimon comes running out the barn like, oh, oh, did I miss the end of the movie? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I was like, fuck right. this, man. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to explain to the viewers who you lot are talking about as Digimon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. His name, what's his name? Jimon Hanzo. Jimon Hanzo. The, the, um, he's like, uh, he's been in loads of movies. He, he was in, in like, Blood Diamond. Was he not he in Captain in Marvel? Of the Galaxy. Oh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, I know who you're uh, talking about. You don't just need to explain to everyone else who you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like, 
Do people even know who you're talking about? <laughs> well, <laughs> long time act, long time listeners of the show would know who we're yeah, talking about. But Jumon Hanzi is uh, a Benin American, and you suppose he's a model, mad. Mm. And he's 57. Rahil is good for his age. What? Bro, black yeah. don't crack. Why are you surprised? Yeah, yeah but the true. fact that not just that, but the fact that like he's definitely doing his own stunts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this guy is like like we said, he's basically the modern day Doctore because the guy that mm. played Doctore was like a tenth Dan black belt. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. he was he was a guy. Um. So yeah, no, nah, he was he he was awesome in this movie, man. And I like it was funny. He was like, yeah, I'm not jumping out of a plane for you. Like, nah, bro, yeah. like, <laughs> nah, bro, I'm not doing that. And the fact that he was given the title of Merlin, and then oh my gosh, the fact that they said the lines right at the end and it came from the bad guy, I was like, yeah, I was like, no, nah, that is mad. No, nah, like, I like I liked how they did a lot of the stuff because a lot of times when they do origin stories or prequels, I hate it when they like overly explain stuff like like how Han Solo got his blaster and his vest and his name. And I'm like, this, you're, you're explaining too much. Mm. Whereas in this, I feel like they found the sweet spot where they like, it was natural. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where you, the way you saw things fall into place of what we know in the original Kingsman, it all felt natural. Like the whole idea of Kingsman came from Conrad when he was a little boy saying, oh, you could be Merlin, you could be King Arthur, you could be Lancelot and, and so-and-so. And the whole thing, like when he was trying to climb up the, the ice mountain and he put one of his daggers in his shoe. Yeah. Obviously, that's the origin of the of the shoe knife that we see in Kingsman. Mm-hmm. So all of that stuff I thought was handled very well. Um, and <laughs> one thing as well, they got an actor in this movie who is the doppelganger of another actor who was in the original Kingsman movies. The, you know, the original Arthur. Uh, no. Yes, he was a Scottish guy. I think his name is Mark Strong, the actor. Oh yeah, and no, he was Merlin. In... Huh? He was Merlin. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, Merlin. No, you said uh, Arthur. And... You said Arthur. Oh, did I? Oh, my bad. No, Merlin. And sorry, yeah, he, yeah, played, Mark, he played Merlin. Mark Strong's my guy, and... bro. Yeah, and in this one, there's an actor called I think it's ah, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Do you remember who uh, he played? Stanley Tucci? He was the American... He was on the Kingsman team at the end. He was the American guy. Wait, in, in this movie? In this movie. Um, or when they're sitting, around ta- around the when round they're table. sitting at the round table at the end and they're giving everyone their code names, mm-hmm. he's part of the team. So I'm thinking, like, because those actors look like... When I say they look the same, at one point, I thought they were the same person, like genuinely. And so the fact that they've got him, he must be one of the ancestors of, of the character of Merlin. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just the fact that they look so similar, even though he's American and Merlin was Scottish. Yeah. Like, I don't know, something must happen there, but I don't well, know. That, that, that's... You can't just migrate to America for a couple of years and then come back to that's come true. Back Scotland. So, you know, that's not far fetched. Mm. Especially, especially if it's, especially if it's done, because technically he, he could easily just move to Scotland and have his dad mm. and have the kid because in a sense that would match up because this is done in what nine is set in what the nineteen forties? No, no, it's not. It's not, it's not further than that. Than that. It's not far. Is it? It's what, set is it? during. It's set during the First World War, I think. No, it can't be. 
it's the first world war. It's definitely yeah. It's definitely during a world war. Did you see the post credit scene? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. So yeah, the post credit scene teases World War Two. Yeah, so it was definitely World yeah, War One. You're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not it's not really that far fetched. So it could be what one generation separating them. Mm. One, yeah, that's and, true. So it's and possible. the fact that the fact that they've set up in England now, like it, it, it's not a stretch of the imagination to think he might have gone up to Scotland and had a child and. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, died during the work. Yeah. Did you see yeah. um, the fact that when the, anytime they showed America, he ordered the Statesman on the rocks? Yeah, I clocked that. That was that, cool. That was I the nice that. touch for number two, um, linking up number two, the second movie. Yeah, I, I did like that touch. That was nice. Yeah. Do you think, because I obviously, I thought this was just going to be a prequel, like a standalone thing. So I'll have another one. But this kind of, teases a sequel like yeah it does to a prequel so we could have a prequel trilogy in a sense like th- th- this could be like the star wars of kingsman movies it could be and then especially that could explain why aaron taylor johnson had such a small role because in the end he he was lancelot yeah he got the code name so if there is a sequel he's probably going to have a much bigger role yes and also as well, they sell the mid credits where we get introduced to um, Adolf Hitler. Exactly, that was and, jokes. And um, what do you call it? I've recently heard that they Zemo, are... Zemo from More... he was in it. Yeah, he was, and I was like, oh, he's gonna do the dance. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, um, I like yeah. I like how they incorporated real world stuff into it, like the whole thing with King George and them being German. And him changing his name to Windsor because it sounds more British. And yeah. So I, li- I like how they incorporated a lot of the real world stuff into it. That was pretty cool. Mm. So, like I said, even that ending when they, they... The only thing I probably didn't like about the ending, yeah, was the fact that they weren't sat at a round table. I swear it was the table was square. Yeah, it would have been cool if they had a round table. Yeah. But the, it was the same table that they had in the first Kingsman movie. Uh, so I, it just I, didn't have the tech behind it. Yet. Yeah, I guess. But the fact that, you know, it's all about the round table, R4. Yeah. It would have been a, And the uh, fact that they specifically mentioned that. Exactly. You know I mean? So it would have been a nice yeah. touch for the table to have been round. But I guess it harkens back to the original table. Um, yeah. Wasn't that. The the general Kaysner isn't that um the Game of Thrones guy um Charles Dance yes that was the Game of Thrones guy that I yeah, I know he's probably was, not the Game of Thrones guy but there we go that's why I recognize him as and I was like oh shit look it's Game of Thrones dude <laughs> yeah yeah that was sick oh yeah. man no I no, love the cast in this was really good the cast was really good mm. um obviously like you said you have Charles Dance um. What, what's his name? The the main guy, Ralph Fiennes, a really good actor as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you said, it had the emotion when his wife died. Yeah. And then it had the whole story of him being overprotective over his son. And then he slowly starts to like let his son into that world. And then he's, his biggest fears come true. And then he is just broken like he's out of the game mm. and it takes that woman to inspire him and be like look your son was going to be a great man do you know what i mean and yeah. now that he's dead you have to be the man that he was going to be mm. whether you want to or not do you know what i mean and to honor his son like he did it and 
to to like I just thought it was really cool. Like it had a really good emotional uh reasoning for the character to actually create the Kingsman. Yeah. Um the reason behind using the tailor as their base and stuff, like obviously during the war they would they would use it because no one would expect to find them there and mm. so they decide to make that the their HQ going forward. Like everything just fell into place really nicely. Like it it was a really well done prequel i think it was really good yeah no i like i said i loved it i gave it a whole chicken like i nearly cried like three times during this movie <laughs> like freak, like it it wasn't the biggest crowd in my cinema there's maybe like 10 to 15 of us but like yeah. at the end a group of people started clapping and i was like okay i don't think it's that kind of movie where you clap but I can appreciate why you're clapping because it was a baggy movie. And <laughs> like, it's a shame Rasputin died, yeah? Because I, un- like, the funny thing is, yeah, when they stabbed him in the chest, I was like, he's not dead. Like, he's this yeah. dickhead's going to come back because the way that they did the trailer, and I think this is another thing that's like so good. Like, the trailer mm. made it out that Rasputin was going to be the big bad and also that Conrad yeah. was like the hero and the film was going to yeah. be about Conrad. So when he died, yeah, I was just like, what? Like, I wasn't expecting and the, that. And the, the cool thing about it was they didn't even do like a Marvel where they put fake scenes in there or no. different shit. Everything was from the movie. But like like you said, it made it seem like I fully thought he was going to be the main villain. So when he died, like, and again, like he's known to be a guy that's hard to kill. So like you said, when they stabbed him and then he just came back and then he got shot in the head. I was like, okay, like somehow he's gonna come back from this, like what? But that was it. He was done, and I was mm. like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, oh, so now what? Like, and you know what I mean, you don't know where. It's like, that's it. We're in the unknown now. I don't know what, what to expect now. Mm. So yeah, it was, it was very clever marketing, very clever casting. Like, I think it 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 like used um, the knowledge of the audience, like on like in terms of like the actors and everything like that, like. It really um, used all of its arsenal, man, and, yeah. and, and yeah. No, to the I, best of its ability. I, I like again. There's, there's rumors that are going to be making a third Kingsman, so that's obviously awesome. I like yeah. seeing uh, more of Exy. But if they're going to make a trilogy out of this year, I am there. Like I, I, yeah. I'm all about it, man. And I, I it, it sucks isn't it, that it's come at a time where the pandemic is happening. So I don't know if it's going to make enough money two greenlit two sequels in a sense with Kingsman 3 and this one but I I would I I would want to see it do you know what I mean and I hope that if we don't get it uh, at least we'll get like what the script could be because um, there are some websites where they show and do what the storyline could be and we'll just see. but Michael this is definitely something that you need to see man oh I'll see it at some point definitely I'll see this man um, yeah, you'll like it if you if you like the original ones. You definitely like. I still have. I still haven't seen the last Kingsman. Oh, that one's funny. Really? Man. Yeah. Do you know I what? I, I didn't like yet. as much as the first one. If I'm yeah, honest, I know you didn't. But it has my my my, my dude um, Pedro Pascal Whiskey. in it. Yeah, yeah, and he says the line as well. And uh, some of the action. Do you know what? Yeah, Kings. Like you get so used to seeing some of the same old same old action scenes, isn't it? But Kingsman has always kind of pushed the bar. And like, I don't know. I, I'm i a big fan of swordplay in it. 
So when I'm yeah. s- and and Kingsman has always got that ele- like that slight element of swordplay and and that kind of martial arts in it. So like especially with this one, there's a lot of swordplay and it's 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 done rapid, yeah, with quick shots, yeah, but at the same time it's fluid as well. Yeah, and like. And then again, the music the choreography and and cinematography is done very well, yeah. like which is to be expected from a Kingsman movie. I mean, after that church scene in the oh first movie, days. they yes. set a high standard, very high. Which, to be honest, I don't think this movie reached no. those heights. No, no, that, it didn't. the fight scene with Rasputin versus all three of them was, was sick, close, but, but it had near. nothing on the church scene, no. and even Kingsman Two, which I didn't like as much as the first one even that had a scene that i felt was on the levels of the church scene and that's when eggsy and what's his name are fighting whiskey that whole fight scene i thought was was really good but that's the only thing i can put down about this one is Mm. that even though the story was really good the emotional beats were really good the real world aspects the the origin story aspect of it all of that was top notch the only thing was that the action wasn't on par of what I expect from a Kingsman movie. Yeah. Which is why I, I would give it a free piece. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Is, which is still really good. I, I really enjoyed it. No, I gave you a whole chicken, man. Like I said, I got emotional mm. like three times, man. Like I nearly started crying in the cinema. I was just like, <laughs> ah! And at the end, man, when it was like, you can now reveal your code names. And I was like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. No, I, I was happy, man. I was really happy. Like... Mm. Uh, I'm glad I got to see it because this got pushed. I'm pretty sure this is one of the movies that got pushed back because of COVID as well. And you know, yeah, to finally so. come out. I think I. The only thing is, yeah, if there are sequels to this one, I don't think Merlin is the right position for Digimon. Yeah, because Merlin is the tech guy. He's the guy that provides the equipment and provide. You know what I mean? That's Whereas, what we think. Huh. That's back then, right at this in the in the latest ones, yes. Mm. But back then, you don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's World War One, and he was he was like, because not only was because in this one, yeah, Merlin's more like the teacher, isn't it? Yeah, and Merlin, more like and and, like, Mer- and Merlin kind of was like the teacher because he was he not the one like kind of like doing the exams. Yeah, he was kind yeah. of a mentor to King Arthur, uh, but. So in that aspect, I, I do get it. Like I, I get the, in terms of the relationship between um, King Arthur and Merlin, mm. I get it. But in terms of what that position meant, or like, like, like Micah said, what it meant in the present years of, of the Kingsman organization, mm. Merlin is like the cue yeah. of, of this world. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I didn't see Digimon's character as that guy. Like, he was more he, the right-hand he, man. He was more like... He was like the, like you said, the teacher. He was the mentor, the trainer. He was the, like the, I don't know how to explain it. Like He, he was probably more he, Galahad. Even, even, yeah, even Lancelot, do you know what I mean? Or Galahad, yeah, but not, not Merlin. But I get why he's got that position. But, because like when they had the parachute, obviously with it being like in the 1914 or whatever. That's new tech. It's, that's new tech. Mm. But if he was to take on the tech role of Merlin, I would have expected him to bring out the parachute. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I, or, I've, I've, he, or come out with the plan. 
yeah, do you know what I mean? Or something, but he he wasn't. That's not what he is. Mm. So he's I don't the, know. He's the fire. And then she Exactly. Was, yeah. The gun the Polly, but yeah. Polly, wanted... Polly was on it with her shots though. Oh, she was sick, yeah. Polly was on and it. And I like I like that whole thing because obviously like guns are just like starting to come up and warfare is all about guns now rather mm. than swordplay. And it kind of like 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 Kingsman has always been like a James Bond kind of thing, but I feel like the opening to this one kind of gave me Indiana Jones vibes. Yeah, it did. Which is interesting because Indiana Jones was America's answer to James Bond. So it's cool that they've managed to do an homage to both of them. Mm, um, okay. And yeah, and that whole thing with her shooting people, like people have a gun and she'll shoot them that's like a running joke from the Indiana Jones movies as well. So I like that they kind of incorporated that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but no, really good movie, man. Like this is a prequel done right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we've got any much news topics. I don't think we have. I don't think we've really oh, updated it. Uh, uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home crosses a billion after just 11 days. We touched upon that a little bit earlier. Mm. Uh, oh, I have not seen the Batman trailer, but T, you've seen it. What, what's your thoughts on the trailer? Oh, I'm I'm sold on this movie. Like they don't need to show me anything else, but I'm gonna watch everything they give me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's good. The trailer's called The Bat and the Cat, so we get to see more of Catwoman. We get to see like her mask kind of thing with like the ears. It's not like it's not as much like a helmet like Batman's is. It's more like 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 one of the what's it called like a beanie hat or something or like a ski mask mm-hmm. with with like ears on it so but it looks good though it still looks good it looks like a kind of proto suit kind of thing maybe she'll like batman will upgrade her to an actual catwoman suit later but no it looks really good man I, i'm just everything about this movie is piqued my interest like the the way they've done riddler this time um Colin Farrell as the Penguin looks fucking unrecognizable. Um, they have completely turned me around on Robert Pattinson because he is a good actor. I've seen him in stuff, but he's always just been... Is it Edward or whatever from, from Ed- Edward Twilight? Edward Twilight. Listen, he was sick in that, man. I, I, uh, I don't, I, I, don't even get me started on those movies, man. You know, what? I'm gonna. I need to actually do a Twilight rewatch because the way people keep shit on that movie, I enjoyed all of them. Bro, just watch oh, no. Underworld. Bro, just watch Underworld. Bro. That's the real vampires think, versus mm, werewolves. The thing That's, that put everyone off of Twilight is why is a motherfucker sparkling? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. But I've, the, again, I feel like Twilight is a sword, another sword out of light situation. When it was out, there was not this much hate on it. It's now we just come cool to hate on it. Nah, I've always hated it, and I've I've, I've watched always it. known. I watched the first one because I got tricked because I thought it was going to be like Underworld, and I saw that black guy with the dreadlocks, and I was like, he's probably going to be sick. And then I watched the movie, and it was some romantic, sparkly vampire, like. And then when he does the when he does his super speed, he looks like the fucking mask or like a Looney Tunes character. Like it was just all to me, it was stupid, man. But oh, wrong, all types of wrong. This this is this is his redemption, man. I mean, he doesn't need it; he's gone beyond it. But in the same way, Daniel Radcliffe will always be Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Robert Pattinson will always be Edward. 
<laughs> but maybe this will finally, do you know I mean, tip the scales and he'd be recognized as a much mm. more, um, like a much better character associated with bats. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, 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 that's a lie. He he made himself back up for me in Tenant. I liked him in Tenant. So I haven't I'll... seen Tenant still. What? He's really good in that. T, what are you doing with your life, bruv? Like, yeah, I'm kind of concerned. Man, do you know what? That must be, that, that, this must be the period of time where T just went missing from the podcast and he just wasn't doing shit. I think so. Yeah. Trust me, bro. I, I just... I shut down, man. I don't know. Having a kid, like, you want to talk about Fancy Nancy or In the Night Garden or Teletubbies? I can do a oh. whole podcast on them, bro. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I'll give you my top five Christmas <laughs> episodes of kids' movies. Mm. But yeah, I don't, I don't have time really to watch my... I, I watch most of my stuff at work. Like, I, and that's my free time is work now. When I'm at work, that's my day. That's my time off. Fair, Fair enough. enough. When I'm at home, um, it's all about it's all about my baby, man. Fair enough. Well, that's one way to bring us to end to 2021. <laughs> uh, yes. What what is coming out soon? Um, let me have a quick look. Well, we're still gonna be doing Boba Fett week to week. Um, mm. I want to see that three five five film. It's like the from the directors of Jason Bourne, and it's like the females are from different mm. agencies. Right, okay. Up, upcoming films. So, oh fuck, sorry. We have Super Deep on the fourth of Jan. Not Super sure what? what? Super Deep, a thriller. Mm. Uh, four to dinner, a Netflix rom uh, rom com. Nah. Right. So January seventh, mm-hmm. we have the three five five thriller nationwide release. Yeah, that the legend, le- the legend of La Lo- La that's uh, horror. Like horror, yeah. Nope. The commando action. The commando. Yeah. Who's in that? The, com- the commando. The commando. Who the hell's in that? Um, Michael. Um, Michael Jai, Asif Akbar, Mickey Rourke, Jeffrey Furry. That Asian. sounds like a. This sounds like that's going straight to DVD. Um, or streaming. <laughs> or streaming. Isn't uh, commando an old Arnold Schwarzenegger film? Yeah, it maybe, is. maybe, but I'll drop the trailer in the Discord. Oh, yeah. So the commando, the commando, yeah, yeah. So it's probably a remake yeah. of that commando maybe. movie yeah. from. Um, we have the kindred. That's a horror. Mm. A, a hero. There's no Suspense. point in in saying no horrors because I'm not gonna go see it. <laughs> all, right, all right, fine. We got a hero. Suspense is Amazon Studios movie. Mm-hmm. We've got King Car sci-fi. We got June again comedy, and we got American Siege, which is adventure, which is uh, digital, uh, VOD, and digital. Alright, you know, uh, Michael, your list, your list is rubbish. Let me go with my list. Yeah, I'm going with the list that's that's we, on I, IDP. So we, we got Sing Two, yeah, but you're saying stuff that we're never gonna watch. So you got Sing Two that's coming up in January. Yeah, you've got Scream. I might watch that because that's like a big... No, it's a, it's a horror. No, 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 no. But it's, it's, it's a horror. No, no, I don't, uh, if I don't watch it, I might add it to the list for you lot to watch your review. No, 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 no. It's a horror. You Sing don't watch two, horrors. You've got Morbius. we got... Morbius is at the end of the month. Yeah, end of January. See, my list, I was going through the dates and what's coming out uh, uh, first. Not, not, not what's coming out. Stuff period. that would actually watch... But um, 
Yeah, no, Doctor probably Strange a... in a couple of months. That's not till May. Yeah, that's you got, you got a while for that. You got Batman before that. Batman before that. When's yeah. Batman? Batman. Batman's the fourth of March. Fourth of March. Yeah. Yes. We'll try. Uh, we'll try and do another um, oh, reunion for that one. Mm. So what we need to do? Mm-hmm. So there's a film coming out the 18th of March, and this one I think we all have to do it. We all have to watch it because. I don't know why, but it's called Downton Abbey, a new era. Um, nah. <laughs> I need to watch yeah, Lost City. Lost City. That's a big that that comedy. That that that's a this is gonna be a fucking hell of a comedy. What's Lost City? Who's in Lost City? Oh, Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock, Channing yeah. Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, and Br- Brad Pitt. Believe yeah. it or not, Brad Pitt is actually in it. The trailer is hell. I haven't done my, I haven't done reaction to the trailer yet, but the trailer is absolutely hilarious. Man, yeah. do you know, in July we get on the eighth of July we get four love of fun, then on the 29th of July we get Black Adam. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Are we are we also getting uh, across the Spider Verse Part One this year? Yeah, seven yes. October. That's that's then, that's at the end of the year. We're getting Mission Impossible seven yeah. fifth September. Mission Impossible needs to stop. And then and October, October 7th, 7th we get Spider Man. We're up to seven. Huh? Yeah. We're on Mission Impossible 7. Yeah. Yes. Fucking hell. And then November yeah. 4th. The it's Flash. The... Ooh, and shit. Black November's Panther. mad. So you got Flash in November, and then you got Black Panther the week after. Ooh. And, and then you've got, got and then you've got Creed, Creed 3 at the end of Ooh. November. Are they remaking Matilda? What? What kind of nonsense is that? Yeah, they are. Re- <laughs> and Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. I remember this is when they cast the Black Honey and everyone went nuts. Black Honey. Yeah, Miss you know Miss Honey, they cast um Lashana Lynch. Oh swear. Yeah, yeah she people, was in James, people, she was in James Bond. Until they until they look, until they cast the right um Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, until they cast the right kid, screw it. You can cast whatever yeah. you want. Because Charlie Charlie's meant to be black, not white. Let's just say that. Who's but, playing Willy Wonka in that one? I don't think they're doing it again. They're not doing it. It was Johnny Depp, but I don't think they're redoing it. I don't think they're redoing no, that. No, there was another one. They're, they're, they're rebooting it again, and someone else is playing. Oh. Who was Hocus, it? Hocus, oh, wow. All right, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, Hocus that's this in October. I can't. I'm actually looking forward to that. Have you Isn't seen the picture? Have you seen the picture of the three of them mm, back in, their, in their costume? No. Bro, it looks good, you know. They look exactly how they did. There's actually in, a lot of- in, Good films. Mm. You got Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Dom- Dominion. Dominion. In, Is that in June. June? That's in June. Okay. Bob's Burger has a movie. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've seen that. Wow. <laughs> Yo, I'm a big fan of Bob's Burger. Only wow. because Archer's in it. You got the bad guys. You got Fantastic Beasts, the which I'm actually, actually looking actually forward looks, to watching. The bad guys actually looks funny. I'm looking forward. Fantastic. To you got Fantastic Beasts. You got Sonic the Hedgehog. Obviously, out in April. Yeah. You got the contractor Easter Sunday. Actually, I don't know what Easter Sunday is. I don't know why I said that, but it's a comedy. I put oh, certain yeah, people that I don't know. You've got so just, June as well. I I'm, forgot about that movie. I'm going to just leave that alone. Yeah, there's actually um, Easter Sunday. I don't know what that, that is. I thought it was something. I thought it was something else, but. What yeah. did, did you say? No, Light Year. We're getting Light Year next year oh, as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, Light Year. The one with Chris Evans as the real Buzz Light Year. I'm intrigued by that. I don't know if I if 
I don't know. I, I have no expectations for this movie. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be bad. Look, I don't know if it's going to make sense. Like, 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 look, let's use the phrase that Zendaya uses. Let's use the phrase that NJ uses in Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. All right? From now on, we go into all movies just we'll like that. Facing disappointment. So then you can be, never be disappointed. Be, yeah, never be expect disappointment, never be disappointed. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. Let's roll. You go, let's all go into movies from now on. Never go into any movie expecting something outstanding. Boy. Always expect to be disappointed. I don't know if I can do that, but we'll try. But um, mm. yeah, we started to speaking of speaking of being disappointed. We're mm. actually getting four Marvel movies next year. The three that we've already announced: Doctor Strange, Thor, and Black Panther. Mm. And they're ending it with the Captain Marvel sequel. Are they? Yeah, the Marvels that I comes that. out. Uh, November 11th next year. Oh, mad. Oh, no, that can't be right. Well, just, unless they've Black changed, Panthers, unless Black they've delayed Panthers, it. They pushed everything back. So, Black oh, Panther's okay. coming out. No, no, Black Panther's coming out November 11th. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so, so the date, because they pushed everything back. So, remember, Doctor Strange was meant to be out in April or March. They mm. pushed that, they pushed that back. They swapped that, they pushed that back to May 6th. Mm. Then they pushed okay. Thor to June, July. And then okay. obviously Black Panther got pushed back to November, so Captain Marvel won't be till next year. Okay, oh, so that's fine then. So all the Marvel movies are going to be good this year. <laughs> oh, can I? Do, what was what was that? Um, not Ponyo. What was that other? Uh, was it Luca? Yes. Oh yeah, Luca. Yeah. yeah. So the, I'm going to end end this on this year. L- Luca, remember when he said that like not to be scared? Do you remember what he used to say? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Luca? I thought you had. No. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. What, what did Luca used to say? He says Silencio Bruno. What does that mean? Which means like basically don't talk about Bruno, which links Luca with Encanto. Oh. Um, it doesn't make sense if you haven't seen Luca though, fuck's sake. Oh, for crying out loud, they're doing that again. Do what again? <laughs> All right, hold up. Next, next episode, yeah, can we just talk about how they need to stop doing Halloween movie? Oh no! This is the oh. last one. I didn't see the other one. No, they just need to stop doing Michael Myers. Period. Yeah, that last one was trash. Yeah, it's, it's, I, getting, I, it's, I, it's, it's getting old. It. I will watch it at some point. It's getting very, very old, and it's to the point where how can one man? I'm sorry, but in this recent one, the whole town got together to fight him, and he still won. And he's like an 80 year old man. <laughs> he he still he still won. I'm yeah. sorry. They need to stop this movie now because it's getting boring and just no, like yeah. I from what I, from, I I haven't watched it yet, but I was told this is exactly what happens. They got they they were all in a circle. They were beating him up. They got him to yeah. the floor. Yeah, he had he had a knife in the back of his head. Someone yeah. had a shot. Someone had a shotgun to his head. Yeah, and the person didn't pull the trigger. They waited for him to take the knife out and then start killing everyone. Yeah, and then he makes everyone. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they need to, yeah, yeah, it's still uh, stupid. The whole film is stupid. Well, that's how we're going to be ending 2021. Uh, I just want to <laughs> everyone that it has was listened. stupid. Yep, 2021 <laughs> was stupid as well. <laughs> I want to thank everyone Fuck that's listened to the show, uh, retweeted us, liked, shared it with your friends, talked about us, came to the live streams, came to the streams. I'm hoping that next year I will have a house, I can have a full setup. And I have a PC and we can actually live stream these live recordings so people can actually interact with us and, you oh, know, 
we can do some more funky things um oh. hopefully there'll be no more covid and we can actually go to comic-con um and have do a- cosplay because i am down for that this year nice nice yeah. have some more guests on um and just have just more fun and that so again thank you for all the support in 2021 without further ado michael say bye to the people see you everyone have a great new year and see you in 2022 big t say bye to the people bye to the people merry christmas and have a happy new year guys be safe let's see you all in 2022 bye bye now <laughs>